Welcome back to another episode of Dragons and Dreadforts, the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. I will not woo this episode. <laughs> no. Boo. That, right. Yeah. <laughs> that is the appropriate response to this shit. Boo. Um, I got a lot of thoughts. I was crying on my couch 45 minutes ago. <laughs> Um, and then you watch the episode, or <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was that, that was, was good. Uh, no, I really was. I really did cry on my couch forty five minutes ago. <laughs> um, yeah, this episode, man. I don't really know what to say. Um, we'll start with introductions. Nick. Yeah, Lydia. Hey there, Keith. Yes, and I'm Justin. Anything from the apology corner? Uh, actually, yeah. Um, it's a serious one too. This is a, a sincere apology corner. Okay. Um, so we mentioned Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs and stuff like that, and I mentioned Cho Chang, but I said Cho Chan, mm-hmm. and then you corrected me and said Cho Chang. Okay. And I alluded to saying that it's basically the same thing, uh-huh. and that's not cool. Um, I'm very sorry about that. And uh, that's a sincere one. That's not a joking apology corner. This is a solemn, somber apology asking for forgiveness from the Asian community. Hmm. You're a real G. Mm. That was the letter that you dropped from the name. Oh, okay. That's why that was a I see. really funny <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Right, yeah. Yeah. So I am very sorry about that. And um, if you want to at me, I don't blame you. And you can at not so little Nikki. Have you made your first post yet? Yeah. You did? Yeah, I think so. Did I miss it? Maybe. Must have. I mean, I've seen some random stories from you. I do I do, do random stories. All right. Every once in a while. Um, but I don't know if I've made an actual post. I think I have. I know I've one, made one on the D&D one. Um, Glad somebody has. Well, that was the, uh, that was the uh, Christmas tree one that you didn't like. Because it looked like it was a red, white, and blue kitchen tree, but it's not. Right. And it's just like red shit. and white. Yeah. I don't support that shit. So. Put it out there for everybody. That's the here. apology corner this week. You don't like Nick's thin blue line Christmas tree? <laughs> I do not. Oh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll put it out there. I don't care. No. Everyone who knows me knows. Right. Yeah. I'm saying no as in like that wouldn't be my Christmas tree. I drive by one every day going to my house and I hate it. Um. Are you looking to see if you've made a post? I am, but I can't. Buddy, it's so easy. You don't I, I love oh, I'm on the wrong one. I was on the wrong one. I love how Grandpa Nick <laughs> nope, cannot no use yet. Instagram. Are, when it, what, what are we waiting for? I don't know. Yeah. Something special. special. There's, there's a picture of that special? me, you, and Dildo. Yeah, there is. That was a you cute took picture. that one. That was a good one, right? wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Two dads and a lad. Yep. Yeah. That That's one of the only you're photos. you're like three feet taller than Justin in that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he drew a lot of attention to. I mean, it was shocking to see. Yeah. I didn't realize that you were so tall. Uh, I'm not. You were just bending down. I know, but it didn't look like that in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> it just looked like I was really small. Yeah. Um, looked like you were doing like the sorority girl pose where you like put your hands on your Sorority knees squat, like, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. Except ba- good one. sorority baby squat. Sorority baby squat. I don't know. Anything from Apology Corner for Lydia? No. Never. Not really. <laughs> I like it. Keith? I think I'm safe. So what happens when you don't say stupid things. Good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't try need to live my life corner. like that. <laughs> right? Don't need apology corners. There's a very real chance I said something that needed an apology. 
but I'm not going to apologize for it. I think that's how we all live our lives in regards to you. Just knowing that I'm not apologizing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't like you might not apologize. You might be sorry, but you're not going to apologize about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. So if you're waiting on an apology for me. We just got to feel it out. Anybody listening, you're <laughs> just keep waiting. Don't hold your breath. SOL. Or do hold your breath and we'll see you in the afterlife. And die. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Um, so today's episode is titled The Reigns of Castamere. It was released on June the 2nd, 2013. It was written by David, I mean, sorry, directed by David Nutter and written by George R.R. R. Martin. We open up. I'm going to have a hard time with this one. I'm just letting you know. I know. Was it really? <laughs> huh. Was it really? Really what? Written by Martin? Yep. Oh. No, it no, was Benny Hoffman, uh, D.B. West. D&D. Not on IMDb. Um, well, on HBO Max it was. Interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I said, oh, D&D. Yeah. It, I mean, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm going. Are you um, looking at HBO? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because well, I was also interested because we saw the twins. Yep. Yeah. In the, uh, in the opening. Yep. Yeah. And Dragon Spire Mount. Dragonstone <laughs> place. Dragonstone. It was so far off that I couldn't even figure out what you were talking Spire about. Dragonspire is not that far off from Dragonstone. <laughs> not close. It wasn't exactly near. Look, it. I do a lot of reading, and so Dragonspire is in there somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere. Nick's looking for us. Yeah, fact, fact checker. Right, and I was saying dumb things to uh, give Nick time. I really, yeah, I mean, I Dragonstone. That's good. Definitely. The, yeah, whatever HBO says is accurate. David Benioff and DB Weiss. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Uh, IMDb has them as the creators of the show, but normally when they're the writers, it says written by. Yeah. Um, so IMDb, fix your shit. Um, that's also what I get for checking IMDb instead of the. I just remember. See, I oh, remember fine. seeing it and making a note of it in my mind. Right. I'm glad you too. said. That no, was... I'm glad y'all caught it. Yeah. Um, the Nutman did this one. I stole that nickname for him. That's, that's right. Yeah, he did. From another Game of Thrones I think podcast. it's because when I see Martin's name, I'm like, oh, what weird right. sex stuff is <laughs> going to be in this episode? <laughs> Only going to get half of this episode. Uh, yeah. So I believe it opens with the Hound and Arya. Is that right? No, it opens in Rob's camp. Oh, yeah. Cast really rock. With like, Rob and Cat. Like they're yeah. like talking about Cast really the rock. They're talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're talking about taking Tywin's castle. Um, and he basically is talking about like, you know, Tywin's not invincible. If we defeat him and take his gold, his home, his power, we'll we'll show all of Westeros that he's vulnerable and that like we we have a chance in this thing. Basically, was the point he was making. Um, what was interesting is we've seen the relationship between Rob and Cat kind of unravel a little bit Mm -hmm. i mean we never saw a lot of their close relationship but we've definitely seen it take a turn even from where it was over the last three seasons um and we saw a moment where he was asking her opinion because she says why are you telling me this and he talks about you told me not to send theon um to negotiate with his father i didn't listen and now Westeros is on fire. <clears throat> Winterfell's on fire. We have, or yeah, Winterfell's on fire, and we have a ton of Northern <clears throat> or Ironborn. Ironborn. Yeah, Ironborn. It's okay. I'm leaving. You're Goodbye. doing great, though. <laughs> See you later. You look great. You look great. <laughs> That's also a lie. <laughs> no, it's not. You look awesome. Okay, great. Thanks. Um, 
Yeah, so he he acknowledges like I didn't listen to you that time, and I'm I'm asking your opinion. This probably based on what we've seen is the would would be the hypothetical pivotal point of the war. Like either you win this, yeah. and you roll, or you lose this and you're done. I right. mean, in theory, like if you if you lose the battle at Casterly Rock, and that's your first battle that you've lost because he hasn't lost anything, then you're probably going to be done. Right. But if you if you do take his gold, his home, his power, you defeat him on his at his own home, then there's not a lot of obstacle really left. And for you. now you're defending a castle instead of having to fight battles in the field. That's right. a lot different story. And the fact that, you know, doing that would be taking his gold. I mean, you're taking the the funding and everything that you know, is behind Tywin all of the, all of the the aura that is. Well, and that's the whole know. kingdom, right? Because like the gold cloaks are being paid by him. Like they keep borrowing money from him. Like exactly, exactly. So I mean, it it would be it. huge. It's a bold move. Um, Cotton, right? <laughs> you know, yep. and uh, and Cat mentions that it's if it doesn't, if you don't take the, the captain or take the castle in time, before uh, reinforcements arrive from King's Landing then you're stuck between the sea and Tywin's army that's coming from King's Landing. So mm-hmm. you're basically dead. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, at this point in the war, it does seem like they need like one last... Hurrah. One last hurrah, one last push. Yeah, we... And they need that like cornerstone moment. Like we, the Battle of Whispering Wood was a good one. Uh, there, What was the other one? Sorry, Nick's yawning. That yeah, my bad. They, they, uh, they had that surprise attack one. You yeah. remember that? Yep. So, but they still don't have the like. This is the moment that will be remembered forever. Obviously, the Whispering Wood one was more memorable in the books because of how it unfolded, um, and that's really what gave him the nickname, the Young Wolf, and kind of grew his legend. But they need that moment, that significant defeat, um, and as from what we've seen and what the shows told us they are in a pretty good position to do so. However, the caveat is they can only do so with Walter Frey's cooperation right. and partnership. So, obviously, the episode is setting up a some kind of conversation between the two of them mm-hmm. to see if they can come to terms and figure out what are we going to do with this. Um, after that, we cut to... Well, and I wanted to say, and this wasn't because I knew anything about it, for whatever weird reason, I felt like seeing the flayed man at the back of that was like weirdly ominous. Not that I felt like the show was pointing anything out, but I saw that and I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't like that. At the back of what? When they were showing like the pieces, mm. he has like um, Bolton's yeah. like piece was at the back of everyone else. And I was like, oh, that's. Yeah, I didn't catch that. That's weird. Interesting. Um there's actually one thing, and we'll get to it, and I'll bring it up when we do, but there's one thing that I caught in this watch through that I had never caught before, and it was because of you, Keith Winter. I did it. Yep, and it's going to be fun. I just wanted to set it up. Great. So stay tuned. I'm interested. Stay on the edge of your seats for be, the next two and a half hours. This is going to be a long one. Color me interested. Yeah. Um, what color is that? Purple. Nice. Because that's my favorite color. Purple is interesting. Mm-hmm. Purple usually makes me want to like, let me learn more about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's also green. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the color green. I'm not saying I like the color. I'm just saying that that 
usually is like something's green. I'm going to look into that more. Green light is the easiest light for human eyes to see. Green makes me want to take a nap because it's boring. Green means you get to go. I know. It's a problem. Mm. I'll fall asleep with stoplights. (laughs) Nice. But only when it's time to go? Yep. Oh. (laughs) Immediately, light turns green. Sleep. Sleep. (laughs) It's kind of, I'm narcoleptic. Okay. Did you ever see Rat Race? Uh Uh-uh. Back in the day? It's a race. Yeah. I'm winning. It's a race. It's a race. Yeah, that guy. He's got narcolepsy. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like puts his key in the little locker to like win the race and he falls asleep with his key in the locker. Okay. Anyways. Oh, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> let's we talk. Love you. Let's um do the whole plot of rat race. Let's do it. No. Nope. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and then Smash Mouth ends it. It's great. They do. It's yeah. basically like an original Squid Games. Oh but, shit. But it's <laughs> except like, without the murdering. It's a hot take. <laughs> and it's in English. Right. Yeah. And Seth Green's in it. Basically the same thing. <laughs> That's Squid Game, right? Yep, exactly the same. Um, did you watch Squid Game? I have seen seven episodes. I thought you were going to watch it. I said that last episode we yeah. were on here. And Wait, as so was, in a week you've watched seven episodes? As I was listening back, I was like, oh, I watched it in well, that didn't nights. age well. <laughs> did you finish it? Right. Lydia. But you didn't say you weren't going to watch it. That's correct. Yeah. I didn't say I wasn't. I said I said that I, it's not that I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to. It's because I have too much shit on my list. Mm. But then I was trying to find. I had a basically seven to eight, nine hours of flights, and I don't sleep on planes, so mm. I had to have something to watch. And I was like, "Well, why don't I just watch the whole fucking series?" And sometimes I get nervous on, on airplanes. All the time, I get nervous yeah, on do. airplanes. Um, so yeah, eleven times. I did have to watch it with the English dub though, um, which I'm not excited about. But I did that because I was very distracted on the plane. Like I look around and I look up and bumps happen. And I look around, and look over. <laughs> what and are you? Are you? What are you looking for? Yeah, like <laughs> explanations. <laughs> explanations for the bumps. Snakes on a plane. There's no <laughs> motherfucking snakes <laughs> on uh, these motherfucking plane. <laughs> And um, so I would look up and then I would be hearing Korean. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I got to rewind. So I actually, I started with the Korean uh, like language and then subtitles, the English subtitles. And then I was like, I'm just going to do the dub. It'll be fine. And it was. I don't have a problem with it. Like, I understand that there's other options. So, you know, and I don't mind reading subtitles either. So anyways, that's Great. where we're, that's where we're at. Great. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Lots of... Uh, Lots of murder. Um, yep. I also spent three days in Vegas where every Korean person I saw was like, oh, God, they're going to die. <laughs> like, it, was, it, was, it, it was hard to, it was hard to like. Like by your get, hand or. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like in that show, I'm assuming everyone dies. Like no one's getting out of there alive except for that one person possibly. And which is which one? I don't know. Which one do you think, Justin? Uh, I think it's the the chick, um, the like girl who the, the, North, the North Korean North Korean yeah, uh, yeah. defector. I think it's her. You think she wins the whole thing? I think so. Yeah, Interesting. I hope so. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, that'll be our next podcast. Also, Sung Woo can can fucking get fucked. Get fucked. Yeah, because I just watched Ali get fucked because of him, and I would like to rage. Yeah, that's not cool. I agree with that sentiment. Not cool. No, I was fucked up. Yeah, and then Ali's like just sitting there like screaming like Song Woo. Song Woo. And then just It's brutal. Fuck. Is that what the they said on the show? No, that's what I did on the plane. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> Out loud. Yeah. There was a child sitting next to him. Probably, was it no. his child? Uh no. nope. Okay. It wasn't my child. Was but it you, Justin? 
Anyways, mm. so did I am watching it. Um, just got two episodes left. So did they not have any of the other stuff on your list on that plane? They did. Um, it wasn't like on the plane. I I just was like, you know what, this is a good time because you decided to pause the list. Well, Emily is not going to like Squid Games, and right. so like I'm not going to be able to watch it with her. And watching nine hours of television without my wife is kind of doesn't really happen. Right. So this was a perfect time. Okay. Great. So there we go. Welcome to my life. Here we are. I that love your spent life. spent eight minutes. That's okay. Um, <laughs> well worth it. Right. So we make our way to downtown. the Twins, making our way downtown, um, and we find ourselves in the main hall. I don't know. It's not a throne room. Seems not like it shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, and it's fake, like stupid. Um, it's fake? Yeah. Like, that's a lame... That's a lame main hall. Great hall. They're a lame family. It feels like it's smaller than the last one we saw, too. It might be. They may have added a wall or something. Okay. Interior design. It's a new Westeros show that's going to be coming out. I love it. I'm excited. <laughs> Westeros <laughs> house. This Westeros house. Who do you think? All right. Here's a question. Uh-huh. Selling Westeros. Who do you, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I, I? It was right there. Oh, that was good. What, who do you think would feature on that show? Like, who would the main designer be out of the people we know yeah. or like joanna Gaines. varus i want to know oh true what'd you say varus mm, yes okay what real life person would best fit in in Varys's. oh um jeff goldblum i love jeff goldblum <laughs> he best fits so everywhere. much i love him yeah. have you watched his uh disney plus show no so good so good but he's great so good man crush hard hot take it's okay Oof. Sorry. Uh, you you told show. me you told me it was so good. And I watched it and I was like, I don't know why you so good here. Right. Right. Justin told me this episode was so good. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> was it Jeff Goldblum? The it world was, according to Jeff Goldblum. Is, yeah. There's two things I like about it. One, One Jeff Goldblum. I love Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> a and lot. two, sure. Jeff Goldblum. And two, I like shows like that where it it helps me learn because you gotta think about the episodes in season one, especially. There were shoes. There were tattoos. There was ice cream. There was barbecue. There was denim. I saw shoes oh. and ice cream. I skipped the tattoos. The tat, the tattoo one is awesome. I'm not a big fan of tattoos. Justin just listed every <laughs> personality trait of his. <laughs> it was a joke, man. I don't know why I skipped it, but those are the two I saw. Anyway, um, well, it's a great show. See, I didn't even know that was Jeff Goldblum's name until I watched that show. I only yes. knew him as Jurassic Park guy and Apartments.com guy. <laughs> Dr. Ian... Uh, Malcolm. Malcolm. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, and apartments.com. Right. Those commercials are hilarious. They are. They're good. Because he's flawless. And the Grandmaster. He is the Grandmaster. Which, which, by the way, he just plays himself with right. different, in all of these shows, different makeup he on. He just keeps playing himself. I love it. What's he the Grandmaster of? It's in um, Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Yeah. Uh, when he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, have y'all seen this? Mm-mm. There's a photo... I guess from the Jurassic Park days. When he's laying on the table sexily yes. with his shirt open. Yep. Classic. He recreated, recreated it, it on the Hollywood like Walk of Fame next to his star. It's amazing. amazing. Um anyway, I love him. I I agree. He would be phenomenal in Westeros. He cool. he would be awesome. Any other contribution? No. That's all I got, man. No. <laughs> Nick would be a pretty good realtor there. It could be the best realtor anywhere. How do you feel about this castle? 
Aaron Hall. It's haunted. But you can get it for cheap. <laughs> Real cheap. Foundation's um, busted, though. Yeah, right. Watch out for that dragon fire. <laughs> um, so we find ourselves in Lord Frey's Hall, uh, and it's Rob there to make amends. He apologizes to the daughters. Uh, by the way, the worst names. Little little piece before that. Sure. Yes. They're dipping the Get bread. They're dipping the bread in the salt. Mm-hmm. Um, so the dipping of the bread in the salt is, uh, you know, basically a sign of like, you're welcome to my house and you know, it's guest rights. So like, you're going to be safe. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to feed you. I'm going to make sure that you have everything you need. You're safe here. Hospitality, yada, yada, yada. How'd that work out for him? Yeah. We'll fast forward in about 45 minutes. When was the whole guest right thing initially brought up? Was it with John and Mance or? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because I wasn't sure what was in the show and what I was remembering from the book. But I feel like that would have been confusing to... I don't remember. Um, I did have a season four watch party at my house at the time. And anybody who came in the door was required to dip bread into salt and eat it. And it was disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So... Nice. I don't remember if they've gone into that. Sandwich bread and... No, I it was like salt. it was like a French baguette, like torn up. Okay, yeah, but it it was like the big, bigger chunks of the Himalayan pink salt. Because you honest? know, low cholesterol. So. I'm tired. This is of, an honest zone. I'm tired of Panera putting fucking bread in my bag. Hmm. <laughs> Stop. It's a weird take. I've never been upset by bread. Right. So oh no, there's bread here. <laughs> I'm very it. upset by Panera just in general. Yeah, One, it's Panera's over, trash. Overrated cafeteria food. Yeah, that's all it is. Yep. My brother-in-law worked there. You're all wrong. He recommends not eating there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would recommend not eating in any restaurant I've ever worked in. Right. Chick-fil-A? I eat Chick-fil-A. 100%. Uh, you still eat at Chick-fil-A. My Chick-fil-A I was don't. clean. I don't go to Chick-fil-A. Right, but I For the dirt or for the homophobia food. reasons? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I never go to Chick-fil-A. Okay. If you bring My, it or someone like, then I'll eat what's already been bought. I understand where I'm going here, but... But my gay friends love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so, like, I feel like I'm okay. Since if they were like, hey, why do you eat Chick-fil-A? Like, they shit on us. I'd be like, right. fair enough. But they love Chick-fil-A. And like, And they're like, I don't care if you don't like me. I still like chicken. <laughs> like, the reason that I don't like Chick-fil-A, honestly, is just because I'm tired of it. I worked there. That was my first fair. job. I worked there for two and a half years. I ate everything on the menu because I got I ate every, I got half off when right. I worked. And so I would work a long shift and I have to eat. So I ate Chick-fil-A every single day, um, except Sundays, and I'm over it. <laughs> Are you tired of all of the jobs that you quit or have left? Um, <laughs> like when you leave this job, will you just be over houses? <laughs> yeah, I'll be homeless. <laughs> I'm, I'm over houses. I might be homeless Fuck soon houses. if Nick's not nice. Um, I worked at Chick-fil-A and also ate Chick-fil-A every day and could still eat Chick-fil-A every mm. day. I don't but I could. Yeah, see, I, I worked at Firehouse growing up because my dad owned it, yeah. and oh. I could eat Firehouse. And, well, nice, no, like I'm saying like... Mr. Firehouse? No, that's a cool flex. No, okay, I didn't mean to be a flex. It was like <laughs> I worked there when I was nine, when I was 13, when I was 15. I think that's like, illegal. All the way through, and I could eat Firehouse every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've worked at TCBY for a while, and I'm... Love yogurt. It, if you can find it. Yeah, it's a little... I think they yeah. close a lot of them. I... To answer your question, mm-hmm. no. The coffee shop that I worked at, 
Mm-hmm. I used to still go. Okay. Often. I don't. I haven't been in. Well, your last job. Almost a year. My last sure. job, <laughs> I will never go back to. Right. I think you're done with with that. In the whole concept. Or anything right. like it. Or anything yeah. like it. Yeah. Um. So those are my two data points. Justin, Justin, Bieber, Justin Bieber says you should never say never. I did uh, work at one time for the city of Orlando assigned to the police department. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope not, to never go back there. Because you're a big fan of the police right now. Big What did you do? Fan. Um, he was a sex trafficking guy. Honestly, I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually in, was hand, perfect. in handcuffs in the police department for a while. <laughs> did but I say they, I worked there? I mean, I stayed but there. But they paid him to be there. So. I stayed there. Uh, yeah. And by paid, I mean they yeah, gave yeah. me free room and board and three meals a day. Yeah. And, um, nice. I don't, That's why I'm so buff now. Honestly, I'm embarrassed about it. Because of what my prison job was. Prison Justin. I, <laughs> if I was in prison, I would spend every day getting tattooed. I'm not. I would have so many prison tattoos. It's not even funny. Yeah, probably lots of infections. I'd That's be making fine. toilet wine. Mm. All I mean, day. You can just do that now. I could. <laughs> what are you like, stopping? <laughs> what are you waiting for? Um, and I'm getting prison tattoos. Yeah. They're just kitchen table tattoos instead. Um, I thought those looked new-ish. They are. Okay. I got them at a kitchen table. <laughs> I assumed that when you said kitchen table tattoos. Yeah. Um, the alien too. Nice. We really don't have any. I mean, I realize that I did it, but what we, did you do? we have got to get going. We'll get there. <laughs> a, it's fine. Don't worry. It's a long one. We'll get there. People it's listen fine. for us. They don't listen for Game of Thrones. That is true. Call in if you listen for us. <laughs> That's not I don't fair. know if we have a cricket thing we, down there. We but. don't. Uh, we kind of ruined the whole call-in thing. We well, did we not ruin did it. it. I wasn't gonna cast blame. <laughs> right, we're gonna cast blame. I stand in solidarity with you. With Nick? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I wasn't gonna say choice. his name. Okay. Hey, you guys don't get as many. You don't. You don't get that many voicemails anymore on your other show either. Oh, well, because you were featured on that one too. <laughs> yep. Yikes. Where Nick goes, no call-ins Voice, follow. Voicemails stop. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we're making some apologies at the twins. Rob, uh, oh, terrible names. To the twins. Terrible names. Uh, Wertha, Waldra, Waldina, Mary. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Well, Walder is kind of a dumb name, too. They're all You <laughs> could have names. either one if you want. I guess I apologize for all I care. Yeah. If you or, you or a loved one is named Walder, but. There's not anybody don't, in the world. Don't be. If you are, you deserve it. I'm just kidding. Isn't that um, Bolton's wife's name? Walder? I think it is. Walda. Walda. Right? Uh, it's, I don't know. Can't remember. Bolton? I don't think it's Walder. Something like that. Though. It's like, it's a variation. Real close. Like Lord Bolton? Uh, yeah. Remember he said he has a fat young bride? Cause is it a, is it a fray? Yeah. yeah he said she, that he in said the episode. That, yeah, yeah. He said it. Uh-huh. He said that Lord Walder offered him uh, any daughter of his choosing and, and he would pay that, weight that daughter's silver. weight in silver. And so I have a fat young bride. Yep. That's what he said. Of course, he's a piece of shit. So we'll get there. There's that. Sorry, 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 sorry. Not yet. Rob makes a great apology. I mean, because Rob's great. He's flawless. He's just perfect in every way. Well, he's got a few holes in him now. <laughs> Too fucking soon, Keith. Look, <laughs> Keith. That's I, that's how I have to deal with tragedy. Keith, What's wrong with you. Get that's the tragedy. fuck out. That's how I have to deal with tragedy. You take a five minute timeout. No, go. I will not go outside. I, I liked not. it. Thank you, Lydia. That's you a, go with him. That's the first red flag. Lydia, and <laughs> Lydia I, liked it. Lydia and I are going to go up. start our own podcast. The two of you leave. With strippers and hookers. I'm going to In be- fact, <laughs> screw the podcast. 
It's from Futurama. Um, I never watched it. It's a delightful. Yeah, I used to like Futurama. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Back on track. You don't like their names. I don't like their names. Rob made a great apology. Yeah, he did. Walder focuses in on Talissa. Yep. Who's not like a big old creep. All There's- the men in the room are ogling at her, and it frustrates me. And so is are all the men in your room. I was gonna say yes. It frustrates you because you're doing the same thing. Is that what it is? <laughs> she is not a jealous. She is not a piece of meat. She is Justin's piece of meat. She is not. Uh, she is. We not talked a-, a couple episodes ago about how many times you were jerking it to her sexy. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you have any. <laughs> Holy shit! I think that might have been off air. <laughs> it was definitely off air. Well, it's on air now. <laughs> it was also a joke. <laughs> Was it though? Yes. The over under was set at five. <laughs> it was how many times was it to blister it up? Because <laughs> I can assure you that, that did not happen. Definitely off air. That was off air. Oh, sorry. Um, I didn't make it that far. <laughs> Come at me again. I'll do it. I'll I'll throw something else out there. <laughs> So I just didn't appreciate everybody treating her like she's a piece of meat because she's so much more than that. There's also no way that he could tell that she was pregnant. He didn't say she was pregnant in this. Yeah. Are you talking about like... Yeah, yeah. the scene. Yeah, when he asked her to step forward and he was talking about like how much she's hiding under those robes. He was talking about her. He was talking about her body, but it was also, I think, a double entendre. Possibly. My theory to that, we'll get to it, Oh, we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Or I think I thought that the main thing he was saying was that she had a banging body underneath these. That's what I I took away. There was that, but also like even the first time I watched the episode, I also thought he was talking about her being pregnant. I wouldn't use the phrasing that Nick did, but I appreciate your (laughs) point of view, Lydia. I don't understand. (laughs) Okay. She's I'm worked not, very hard no, on the body, I'm, I'm sure. Look, I'm not dissing. What, banging, banging body? I'm not she dissing. She does have a banging body. I'm not dissing your language. I'm just saying I wouldn't use it. You threw him under the it bus. It sounded like a very like pastor, smoking hot wife kind of thing to say. <laughs> Bro, listen. Look at me. She has a banging body. Yeah. They can get fucked. Right. They're already on my shit list today. For whatever, I don't even remember what you said a minute ago. So, are you mad that pastors have smoking hot wives sometimes, or are you no, saying that's just that like, like the cliche pastor like, thing to say? Oh my, yeah, yeah, right. No, yeah, they, my can, they can hot wife. say it; they yeah. just all say it. Right, that's true. That's true. Smoking hot wives, even though even if they're not, I don't know if they hot. say it like that, yeah. but they do say that. They do. Um, yeah, no, they do. I just want to be clear: I'm not a pastor. She's not my wife. <laughs> I'm gonna probably stop there. Actually, yeah, great. This is a good place to start. Proud of you. Yep. I wish she was mine. This is going the wrong direction. <laughs> but look, yeah. hey, look at you learning. You're doing, you're doing this. We're, th- we're. I'm tired of waking up Monday morning and my wife being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> we're 29 episodes in, and you're finally starting to get it. I'm proud of you. Um, I wish she was my wife. For okay. the record, no, that's fair. Um, yeah. I'm in love with her. Yeah. So just yes. let the record show. I'm obsessed. Um, so anyway. It, Walter Frey's a pig. It's gross. Yep. It's for so many reasons. But um, anyway, Rob went for a sword. He was stopped. I honestly wish that he hadn't been. I would have liked to see what he did. I like that Walter Frey saw that. And he sort of was like, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. all good. I know you're upset about what I'm saying here, but I'm. it's actually kind of like, 
I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm giving her a compliment. Right. Definitely. These are compliments. Right. Why don't you smile more? (laughs) It's bad. Um, Yeah, the whole like step forward bad eyes thing was very, Mm -hmm. yeah. Ew, gross. I mean, Talissa had to feel like awful at that moment, right? I mean, ugh, gross. Yeah. I don't want to be summoned into a room. She did handle it with grace, though. Naturally. Right. She's perfect. Um... So after that, we cut over to Danny and Young Kai, um, and they're formulating a plan. They want to infiltrate the city. Um, I meant to ask. Sure. And you cannot answer this, obviously. Do the harpies mean anything? Yes. Do we learn what that is? Yes. Excellent. We're not there, but yes. Cool. Um, Five bucks. That's fine. Um, no, that's not a spoiler. I asked no, the question. I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's a joke. I gave info. I gave Speaking you info. Speaking of which, actually, yeah. the spoiler I had last week, I am personally taking it up to 15. Wow. Um, as I listened back, I was like, man, that was fucked up. Why did I do that? <laughs> so That's fair. And also, Emily said, like, that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> and she was right. When I listened back, I was like, what am I doing? I honestly don't even remember. I don't remember either. I just, is this the one where you were just like, I know this is a spoiler, but yes. yeah. Yeah, which is okay. fucked up in itself. Like, <laughs> I know I'm going to mess this up for you guys, but fuck it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Look, I hate you, and I'm willing to pay money about that. Yeah. Right. That's fair. So I'm taking it up to 15. Okay. Great. So Danny and her crew are... Yeah, Keith's pl- like, why don't yeah. make it even 20? Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it 100. Why not? I mean, I feel like that was the max. 50 bucks, baby. Um, They're formulating a plan. Barristan, Jorah, Dario Naharis, and Grey Worm. And Danny, obviously. Um, they're talking about Dario basically is like, I can get you in. We'll take a small crew. We'll fuck shit up. And then we'll get the army in. Um, Jorah says, what's stopping you from leading us to a trap and having, having it slaughtered and then getting the reward for the payment. And you know, now, now you get to keep the whole thing cause you already killed the other two people who would share that reward. Great response by Dario. Great response. In my experience, the only people who think is negatively are yeah. pieces of shit, basically. You're a very suspicious person. Do you think that's true? I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. What? I, I my mean, experience is only dishonest people that think this way. I think that's George's job to think that way. Um, I don't think that's true because Justin himself is a very suspicious person. Yeah, I'm suspicious. I don't think I'm I don't dishonest. know if Justin's the right one to use as an example, but... <laughs> I would... <laughs> Sorry, I, know you. I love you. That's I know like a, you. Those the the like character jokes I don't find particularly funny. Right. Well, because about, it's like out there on the internet about you. Yeah, I, and okay. it's not particularly funny. I apologize. I obviously don't feel that way about. Wait, you. which one are you saying that to me? Me or him? Me. Him. Oh, okay. He's like joking about like like a like a character thing, and that's oh. something that's like a big deal to me. Either way, I think that you are a suspicious person, and I don't think you're dishonest. So. There you go. I just thought it was a good response back to back to Jorah. Back to Jorah. To like kind of I thought it was place. good. I don't think it's true. Yeah. No, I I that's why I like I feel like it's his job to think that way. So you're a, spe- a, spe- a suspicious person as well? Mhm. Huh. Interesting. Yes. Any like Okay. Cool. <laughs> Interesting. You have a follow up? Yeah, nope. I sensed a question. Well, I, I don't know what the follow-up would be. All right, so we have suspicious people in the room that are not dishonest, so that's not a thing, apparently. But it was a good response. 
I thought it was a good response because he's in a position where he is the new guy on the block and has to do something to earn his place and earn the trust of Danny. And when he's being like called out, the only thing for him to do is to try to discredit discredit the person who's coming at him. Or he could take her hand sensually and place it on the map. Or that move works it too. Or half him. of an inch. Right, yeah. 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 No, not right there. Right nope. in love that here. Either. Here. <laughs> like, bro. You <sighs> kind of see her like do a little, a little like an Ed Sheeran, like, give me the shivers. Like, uh, just a what? The, sh- the Ed Sheeran, like the, ooh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> No, no, that no, doesn't happen to you guys. No. Let me hear it again. When Justin texts or touches my hand, sometimes uh-huh. I kind of get this little like, ooh, you know, you get like kind of a little excitement run okay. through your veins. Nobody? No, I love it. That's the whole Ed Sheeran song. Give me the shivers. No, that's the one. No. Sounds like a Jonas Brothers song. No, no, I know the song. I just am interested in like the pop culture references that you know and the ones that you don't. There's <laughs> 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 no rhyme or reason. I do love me some Ed Sheeran. Fun fact, Ed Sheeran is a huge Game of Thrones fan. Oh, that is a fun fact. Isn't he on the show? I wasn't going to say it, but... You already know it, so... If you already know it, he does have a cameo appearance. I mean, he's just in lots of other things, too. Yeah. I guessed. Aaron Rodgers also is... He, he You don't ever see Aaron Rodgers, so... But he was an extra. Like, he loved Game of Thrones so much that he was the like, can I be an extra? Guy? Yeah, he's okay. a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. I've watched the in-depth look at that episode where they try to break it down and show exactly where he is. It's hard to see. They paused it on where he allegedly is, and I could not. Yeah. I couldn't put him there. It's just fun. Like, that's how. You know like, what episode it is, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. It's the football yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when football yeah. makes it to Westeros. Right. <laughs> Which was a really fun moment. Yeah. Danny brings it across the sea, and it's great. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, you should. You should <laughs> this close like, to be like no, no guys. It's weird. <laughs> but actually, guys, <laughs> obviously we're joking. I was pushing my glasses up. Or are we, audience? I thought it was funny. Thank you. Um, we are never gonna make it through this episode. Well, if we don't, then we don't have to talk about the ending. You know what? Let's just fucking kill time. <laughs> yep. Lydia, hey, thanks me, for being here, guys. We'll catch you next week. Tell me about your day. What'd you do? Nothing. Let's not do that. Don't play that game. <laughs> Um, okay, so they're making plans. I loved the moment when Danny turns to Grey Worm and asks if she trusts him. Obviously, Jorah and Dario are not really in a position to like Danny in this moment shouldn't take either of their word because they're fighting. Clearly, they're gonna just go at each other, and rather than engage that or ask a follow-up to Jorah or ask a follow-up to Dario. She looks at a third party, someone that she trusts and has proven himself loyal to her, totally ignores them and says, do you trust him? And his response is that he does. It reminded me of all of the side conversations that Keith and I have while you guys are fighting every episode. <laughs> hmm. That's fair. That's funny. That's fair. Um, I thought it was... Excuse me. I thought it was a little weird. Um, Only because, like, I don't feel like we've seen a lot of his, like, reasoning or whatever. So, like, just to go, uh, Grey Worm. Mm. So, to go, like, straight to him and be like, hey, do you trust him? Like, I don't know how he. But if you have a. So, if you have a a conversation between a, a few people, let's say it's a few people like this one is, and two people are talking a lot, Mm -hmm. and a couple others are just listening Mm -hmm. 
they're actually hearing everything that's going on. If you're arguing, you're thinking of what, what you know, usually you're thinking about what your next rebuttal right. is. Right. And so you're really not hearing that other person most likely or listening to that would be probably a better word. Mm-hmm. But that person who's sitting there not saying anything, they're getting all of this and, you know, kind of in making these uh, inferences in their head. And so it, it, it's really, I mean, I, to your point, it's a good idea to, to find that person and say, hey, what do you think? Because, oh, I, yeah, I'm not yeah. discrediting that. I just, in that moment, I was like, oh, that's. You're saying you haven't got enough gray worm to really yeah. feel like. And I don't feel like she's gotten. But I think that that enough. might be why his opinion matters. Because he is someone who doesn't really seem to voice his opinion. Right. He seems to sit back and observe. And if he has something to say, that's the kind of person who typically has something really important to say. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of feel like that actually gives him... Like more credibility. More credibility. Yeah. And I don't disagree with you. I think it's just more... I'm struggling to get over this like we have built the unsullied to have no emotions and no feelings and you can like cut pieces of their body off of them and they won't flinch. So like in my mind, they're not fully human. That, if yeah, that I get makes that. sense. She, she could be trying to fight against that too. Like, Oh, a hundred percent. You're no longer right. And she, only unsullied. And I know she sees these people as not slaves right. and not unsullied. Like she right. sees them as trusted people in her army and trusted like officers. I know that that's where she's going with. I'm just saying me watching that was like, Oh, that's you still see them as that's slaves. interesting. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Perfect. Uh, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I also think it's important that we, to note that we don't know the timeline here. A hundred percent. Yeah. I just wanted to give sure a little bit of my view. Yeah. But if, I mean, if 8,000 people, decide that this is going to be our leader. He's probably a pretty good dude. Probably knows what he's doing. Was I, it all 8,000 or was it just the captains? Well, but by default, it sure they speak for the 8,000. It's like the Electoral College. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it's a great representation. It's perfect. It doesn't okay. make sense. They are it's, the voice of the people. Flawless. It doesn't make sense. Flawless. It's worthless. And clearly. Totally perfect <laughs> system. Right. <laughs> if it works for the Unsullied, it works for America. There you go. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody? Perfect. Everybody one time. We love the Electoral College. Lydia, <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah. I'm okay. trying to get some Lydia action this week, <laughs> and you're just not biting on anything. Want to rephrase that one? Nope. All right. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> That's good. I will apologize for that next week. I will apologize for that one next week. Um, actually, I'm going to write that shit down. That was really funny, Keith. Thank that, you. that was good. I'm sorry that it was at your expense, <laughs> Lydia. And your... It's okay. No, the joke wasn't at Lydia's expense. Not biting. Oh, it's not. Yeah, I mean. You've asked me how my day is and if what, what my <laughs> thoughts on the Electoral College are. Because I give a yeah. shit about you. Those are, the and... things, those are the things that you're really passionate about, your day in the Electoral College. Yes. Everyone listening. The first knows time that. I ever yes. met uh, Emily's grandma, it was Christmas morning, and she asked me what my stance on gun control was. Ooh. Sounds like, okay, yeah, that's fun. Sounds like a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Her name was Grandmama, and she was a firecracker. Her name was what? Grandmama. Okay. Because her real name was Fanchin. Fanchin. Yeah. It's an interesting name, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you spell that? Don't know. F-A-N-C-I-O-N. <laughs> yeah, Fanchin like and Dick. Stanchion with an F? Her husband's name was Dick. Richard? Nope, just Dick. No way. 
I don't remember. I don't know. That's crazy. I no assume, I assume Richard, but it was it was Dick. How do you feel about Dario Naharis? I like him. You like him. What do you like about him? Um, I well, I like him and I don't like him. At this point, my first watch through, I did not care for him very much. But from from this point forward, my my the way that I like him increases. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's straightforward. And he adds an interesting mix to the current cast. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say this only because you already spoiled that he changes. Right. His act, his, the actor changes. Historically, on the other three watches, I have preferred the other guy. On this, these watch-throughs, I'm sorry, on the first two watch-throughs, I liked the other guy. On three and four, which I'm doing now, Mm-hmm. I think that I like this guy more. I like him that more yeah. now than I've ever liked him. As I said last week, to me, he's more Dario-y. Dario-y. You had a good... You, you hit it on the head. The next guy is a little more like rugged and like boy next door sort of thing. Yeah. The next guy is like, looks like a country music person. Yeah. And I feel like his character develops from this point forward. So I like his character more, but I like this actor right. for this character. I would have liked to more. see this actor play that character out yeah so and if it for anything for what it's worth i think this guy is a little bit more reminiscent of of dario in the books i agree i Um, like him also because he like brings out jealous jorah which is fun yeah he's like an interesting foil character mm -hmm. to jorah i think i think everything brings out jealous jorah though that's true but especially in this scene he throws a he throws a line back in barrison's face what he says to Barrison when they leave, like Barrison, when they're walking out, it's, you know, Grey Worm, like we were talking about earlier, Grey Worm says, I trust him. They, you know, uh, Danny takes that and they says, okay, we're going to, you know, let's, let's leave go. at midnight. Roll out. Whatever. And um, and Barrison walks up to Jordan and says, you could use an extra sword. Basically, I want to come and like come. I want to come. That. Yeah. Oh. No, different. Not he wasn't saying. Not he wasn't saying. He thing. was saying he wanted to attend. He wanted to the attend. Event. He was saying attend. you need you need my sword to be, oh, to fight. Not yeah. not take my sword. Not He's attending my, the yeah. event. He's not the event. Coming. Yes, making making the event. Like right. Like <laughs> he is the event. He's not coming. Like ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Um, and Jorah says, "If we're truly her loyal servants, we'll do whatever is necessary." You're the no king matter, yeah. No matter whatever, no matter our pride, which is the same exact thing that Barrison said to Jorah when he said when he told him that you being by her side when she comes to Westeros is probably not a good idea. And nice catch. So yeah, Jorah threw it back, bitch. <laughs> but the I I would like to see an episode of Jorah throwing it back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a porno out there in the world. Jorah somewhere throws it back. Of that. I mean, I don't think that's what I need. Or I feel like that's you? just twerking. Or do you? I don't know. Um. So anyways, I, I mean, I don't know if everyone caught that. So I did not. No, I didn't either. Same thing. Great job. I think it's good. After this memorable scene, we go to Sam and Gilly. Way less memorable. Yeah, not a, I forgot that it happened. Yeah. Still upset that he left that dagger behind. Yeah. The important thing here is that she calls him a wizard. Yep. Aww. So that's the piece. Lauren goes, I think you should get something for that. Yeah. 
You, did you should. It. That's what I told Emily. I was like, you're I never a, fucking noticed that. You're getting a jar of money, so you and Lauren can stop. Right. You're getting money. Is what this what you, you caught you want for this? the first yeah. time? What I, what I wanted, you? I wanted you to be angry about. I mean, obviously, I've seen her say like, "Oh, you must. You're a wizard." And Harry, but I. Yep. Uh, but it's never wizard. really, it's huh? never really he's done anything wizard. for me, mm-hmm. but he's been pointing out for so much, you know, that like, that he wants to be a wizard or he wanted to be a wizard or whatever that Sam's face after she says that it's obviously a callback to that. Right. I think he instantly like got just a little chub. Oh yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. I think when he's around Gilly, he probably always like walks around <laughs> with that. He's always got like a half yeah, chub. Right. That's true. Um, but anyways, so that Which, was for you, Keith. That Great job, man! You've been calling Woo! that back, calling that it back, and someone who's seen the seen the series was a wizard. ten times never really noticed that, and boom! So good for you. Thanks. Good for you. You earned that money in that jar there. Got it. Wizard, though, in this context, is different than what you intended or what you were it's just meaning. someone who can read. It's just right. someone who can fucking read, but which is important. It matters. It's important. It uh, does matter. Do you love reading? Um. We also had a little bit about the wall. I was bored by this scene. Yeah, I don't care. Mostly because <laughs> I know what's coming. Yeah. And it was hard to like... There was nothing going on that was interesting, so all I could think about was, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. The wizard thing's the only important it's part. It's the only thing. Um, right. And there was a joke. I was more shocked that they weren't talking about like, oh hey, you killed a White Walker in one hit. Yeah, Gilly's kind of a weirdo. Yeah, instead she's like, hey, I can see the wall and I'm not dying like my dad told me. She reminds me... No, I'm not going to do that. Like my dad husband. I love that. not going to do what? Nothing, nothing, nothing. I already have one apology for next week. No, do it. You can't start and then stop. Um, Okay, fine. Do it. Yeah. You know... (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You know in high school... Yep. I was homeschooled. Shit. <laughs> so you are what I'm about to describe. What does that mean? In fact, you're further along the path than the people I'm about to describe, but you don't know what I'm talking about. So in school, mm-hmm. there's a group of people mm-hmm. who yep. are uh-huh. different yes. than most of the other people. Okay. <laughs> they're You're doing great so far. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying. It's, I'm trying to navigate great. this. They're a little eclectic. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're into things that now are pretty like pop culturey. They mm-hmm. run everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they run everywhere. <laughs> they Naruto run everywhere. <laughs> they yes. tend to just sprint uh, <laughs> for no they, reason. They, they have going? the power of God and anime on their side. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so you guys know exactly what I'm we talking about. We know who you're talking about. You did great, though. So <laughs> I don't have anything to apologize for. I think, I'm not, no, 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 I know, I, I know, I know. I'm teasing you. Yeah. So I'm still friends with those people on Facebook, and they see. I'm like, man, I'm more you. like you now than, than they're like, living happier <laughs> yeah, lives than I am. Right. Uh, some, yeah. Anyway, so um, you know how those people were just kind of like, they just process things like in the moment a little bit and like that would happen so like something but they would just like talk about something that was totally off topic or totally not like what we had been like just change the subject so like a luna love good type thing very much so perfect example um except more running gotcha (laughs) um (laughs) so that's what gilly reminds me of running running. (laughs) 
looking for her shoes. That's what. That's who Gilly reminds me of. Like that. Sure. Which I'm. I know you don't know. (laughs) Just look at yourself. Yeah. You probably would have been that person had you gone to school. Wow. Interesting. Okay. You You like to run? I don't think you would have. I don't agree with that. I don't think you would have. But guys, Mm -hmm. was homeschooling popular in Tallahassee? Uh, not super popular. No, was it popular in Orlando? Orlando? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I was homeschooled for one year. I was not the weird kind of homeschool. I was the kind of homeschool where I did college at sixteen. Tennessee, <laughs> right? That's, that's not weird. That's the weird. <laughs> that's the weird kind. <laughs> well, it's unusual, but but in Tennessee, the- wasn't the weird one? I just didn't like have any in friends, college? and I hung out with my mom in a grad lot. school, right? Huh? <laughs> what? Hung out with their mom a lot. Yeah, your that mom was a lot. Me. Yeah. Did you yeah. like go to other homeschool like mixers? No. Oh. No, that I didn't. Really I didn't do homeschool prom. You somehow turned out different than homeschool kids that I know. That's why I don't think I don't think that you would have been like. This, no, she would. It was a joke. Yeah. I was just making a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that was a character. Is that thing a character about Lydia joke? And oh, I think it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm not calling into question any part of your character. We can do this if you guys want. <laughs> just my entire personality in high school. It's and, fine. And who you are now as a person. <laughs> okay. You said that she ran from her bedroom to the living room every day. <laughs> Take with, it back. With your arms straight back. <laughs> and your rolling backpack behind you. And a headband with a leaf on it. I think you did great. And I agree with you that Gilly definitely Gilly has those vibes. Person. Yeah. I'm fucking done with this show. <laughs> Uh, we had a few of those, and you know, um, and we were a small school, so I can't imagine what it looked like at There's a lot. school. What does a small school look like? We had 63 people in our graduating class. Um, nice. About about 275 people in the whole high school. Public, private? It was private. Okay. Yeah. His um, dad owned a, the firehouse, so right. it was definitely <laughs> private. Shut the fuck up. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. No, I asked for that one. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Um, Hold on. In the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. No, it was a yeah, it was a private Christian school, unfortunately. I'm not. I'm done. No, you're not. I'm not saying you're any, done. any fucking thing else. No, you're not. I don't even want to talk about this episode anyway. I know. This, <laughs> this is why we're doing this. <laughs> I, did, I don't want to do this anymore. <sighs> okay. I was I don't think that you're one of those people. <laughs> We know. In Tennessee, the only people who were homeschooled were like the fucking weirdest kids I've ever mm-hmm. met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did that in Mean Girls. The very opening scene of Mean Girls. Uh-huh. Like, you know, we're not just religious types. And they say on the seventh day, God made the rifle so the man could fight the dinosaurs. I love Mean Girls. So and much. the homosexuals. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> That's what that's the opening yeah, scene of Mean Girls. I grew up with a lot of those homeschoolers, yeah, right. unfortunately. So you know what I'm talking about. Didn't no. age well. I fucking hate this show. What? I don't want a podcast anymore. <laughs> Why? Like at all? No. Okay. I just want to be done. I just want to live my life mm-hmm. in happiness, surrounded by people who love me. Instead, you get to talk about the red wedding for the next hour. And and the alternative is do the worst thing ever. Talk about this fucking episode. Right. Yeah. While while spending it with you people, so the people that you love, yeah, people the who most love you, the least. care about you, and the least, 
Want to be around you? The very least. I so we've agree. learned that Justin can give it but not take it this right. episode. Let's I have said that going. from the beginning. Right. Yeah, that's true. I would be pitching, not catching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In said every that. possible sense. Right. I've said that a million times, and it's very true. We're all right. trying to pitch, and he's just pitching a fit. Correct. Yep. I'm about to do it again. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Keep pushing it, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to turn this car around. <laughs> Don't make me come back there. Oh, fucking. Do you say that when you're driving? No. Oh, I could see you saying that. That's upsetting. No. We just turn music up loud. and Yeah. I do hear Watch about. Watch go like this. <laughs> Why do you have to make that face? That's what he does. You know That's he's cute. He is cute. But the sound you made was like. Was the face I made. Face I made wasn't it cute. It was not cute. Oh, well, I was going for cute. Nick, I think you're cute. <laughs> I think cute. you missed on that one. Swing and a miss. Um, I don't even know where the fuck we are in this episode. I don't. I'm. I'm trying. You were talking about I'm how Gilly is a homeschooler. Yeah, Gilly's a homeschooler. How Gilly is me in another life. Gilly was homeschooled by Except her. She has a dad. By her dad, dad husband. Husband. <laughs> yeah, but her dad was also. Were you? Power. Was your? Was that what was like at your house? No, 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 no. I wouldn't know. No. Oh, that's true. Right. Her dad died. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yay, dead parents. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the more Anyone uncomfortable else things. Anyone else <laughs> One of the more uncomfortable things happen on this show. So. Can we, we're done with this scene. It's a boring scene anyways. What's next? Right. I don't even know. We did start by saying there's nothing to this scene and we talked about yeah. it for the last 20 minutes. <sighs> kind of well, what we, we talked do. about You're Naruto wizard, running right? Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> They had the fingerless gloves. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Why am I from from Pokemon? You did a phenomenal job of describing who you were talking about because we both got it. Oh man. Okay. So so scene. Composed. Eclectic's a good word. The hound and Arya Mm -hmm. is where we go next. This is where they walk up on the pig salt pork Guy. guy. And the hound KOs him, just ice, iced him. After K-O. helping him. Yeah, he helped him to his advantage, which we learned later. He needed the wheel on the cart Yeah, for what he ends up doing with it. Like, he needed the, the right. disguise. He needed the cover. So, and obviously, he doesn't think that Arya's going to be able to lift that wheel and put it on. So, yeah, he helps him, but then he knocks his ass out, ices him. Um, Then he's going to kill him. Because dead rats don't speak. Dead men tell no tales. Dead men tell no tales. Squeak. Did he say squeak? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because rats don't speak. <laughs> I know, but... But dead rats also don't speak. <laughs> I definitely don't speak down. Squeak. Um, Arya stops him, uh, says that she knows a real killer. Do you know who she's talking about? Jockin. Okay. I didn't know if you... Like, because it... There's this, like, idea, like... Anyway, it's I'll, her. I'll move on. She's a real killer. Uh, so the god of death. Tells him that you would be like a kitten to him, which is funny because he's the hound. And right, oh, I never dog. caught that. Hounds are not cats. That's good. I thought it was cute. I wish he would have said puppy, but yeah, mm. that would have been fun mm. because it would have been on brand with the whole like hound, hound dog thing. Dog thing. Um, yeah, no, go ahead the in the mic this time. You can't say hound dog and not like. <laughs> expect that someone's gonna say no i i like it hound dog crying all the time 
Um, you never caught a rabbit. Ain't no friend of mine. It's beautiful. Just beautiful. Do the ham bone. The what? The ham bone. <laughs> Nobody. Can you do that again for the camera? <laughs> Nobody does the ham bone. <laughs> I think that one's just you, bud. Oh, okay. I've heard that. I've heard that phrase. Yeah. I've never seen someone do what you just did. I feel like I've done the handbone in front can of you before. You, can you do the twist now? Uh-uh. Can you try? Nope. What about mashed potato? I can't mash potato. No, okay. that's, what the fuck is a mashed potato? It's like the little, like, that, that, that thing, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just going through the list of dance moves. Old in dance my head. moves? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the handbone was a dance move. Maybe it was. Mm. I didn't feel like I was dancing there. <laughs> I felt like you were just slapping some shit. Yeah. Beating that. You go up and down and up and down and up and down. Okay. Yep. So. We want to do it together? Yep. Ready? One, two, go. <laughs> got to get the nipple in there, too. That's what? the key. I got to go. Got to get to the nipple. Oh, I'm not moving my legs to oh, okay. adjust the position. I'm sorry. You can't you just get, go up and down in your leg. You can get Nick's nipple. You got to get to your chest. You got to, like, okay. that's why you got to. Nipple, my nipple? Yeah. No. Get away. Get away. Get away. <laughs> All right. So she, he knocks out that salt pork guy. He's going to kill him. Arya says, don't. No. And then he comes, the salt pork guy comes to a little bit, and Arya smacks him on the head again. Correct. Is that also where Arya tells him that she's going to stick his sword through his eye? Or is that later? I think that's later. Yeah. It's later when they're sitting there and he's eating the. Oh, yeah. He's eating the oh, yeah. pig foot. The trotters. Yeah. That's <laughs> what they're called. Because they trot on them. Yeah. Interesting. That's disgusting. Um, Not that you know that, although it's weird. Why do you know <laughs> that? Surprising. I, I'm a food person. I don't know. It's a thing do you like pig's feet? I don't eat them, but it's a it's a thing that people eat. Yeah. Have you ever had them? Mm-mm. Oh, have you? Neither. No. You should get it on your pizza next time. No, thanks. Uh, it. I mean, you see them like in the jar, like at the gas station, right? Mm-hmm. And they're pickled. Mm-hmm. I don't like things that are pickled. What kind of gas stations are you going to? Like ones haunt, in South Georgia. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> the no. ones where a man comes outside and says, "Don't go up to the old uh, right. cabin up there. It's haunted." Mm, yes. And then the teens do anyway. Just came back from the old haunted cabin. Wouldn't recommend it. And they go up there, and they all die. Yep. Cabin in the Woods is a great movie. The end. Uh, didn't see it. I'm sorry. It's a good one. Yeah. Do you like scary movies? Not really. That's surprising. I like me. um true scary things. Like what? I listen to 15 hours of true crime podcasts a week. But I don't really care for fake scary stuff. Kevin the Woods isn't really scary. Mm. It's more a commentary. Okay. Actually, I've seen Kevin in the Woods. It was okay. fine. That's fair. I liked it. So, um. Yep. The hound tells Arya that kindness will get her killed. Insane. Foreshadowing. Ooh. Because everyone dies in the show, apparently. Hot take. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Hot take. Yep. Um. Not. Not hot. No. You're starting to get the show. Stone cold take. Then we get the scene with Brand's crew. Ugh. I didn't write a single note about it other than Brand's crew. They had some kind of conversation that was boring me. Yeah, I just put them in the tower. That's all. Well, this is before they were in the tower. Yeah, this is when they were walking underneath it. They were talking. Basically, they were talking about like this, where they were. The scene is only there so that they can get to the tower. Right. Yeah. And it was very boring. 
Which the tower in the book is way cooler than the tower in the show. Very much so. So excited for you to get to that. I'm excited to read about a tower. Yep. Have you started the second book at all? I have not. Okay. My life is in shambles and I have <laughs> not gotten to read it. Seems like anything. a good time to read. Yep. Anyways, uh, yeah, Tower in the, second, in, in the book is what much cooler. Um, cool. But apparently they couldn't do that in the show. I don't know. I guess Feels not. like it could have been done. Nope. Pretty easily. Whatever. But anyways, yeah, this is simply to get them to the tower. It's just moving the story along. So then we jump to the wildling attack. This is when they're attacking the farm. Right. What an attack. Pretty... Boring. <laughs> Pretty bad. They didn't. It's like twenty-two on one, and they didn't get the one. And they right didn't even get them. Well, John, John, John hit the rock. John ruined that shit. So yeah, they're you know they're asking him what's going on. Like, what's this one guy doing with all these horses? John says he breathes in for the walk, the, the watch, and uh, they say why does why does anyone steal them from? Him? And he says, well, the watch protects him. And basically, it's like not today, and. Um, so they say they should just take their John says just just take the horses. Let's go. The watch will probably send a couple men after a horse thief. We'll send a lot more after someone who murdered somebody. Mm. Tormund says that's great. It's hard to kill crows in their castle. We want to get them out in the open because that's what we do. Um, so they're gonna kill that guy. They run and John hits his sword on a big rock so that it spooks the horses. Gets the guy to come outside see what's going on, and take off on a horse. And only one of them has a bow and arrow. And scene. Yeah. And John distracts her. With his so body. she misses. Right. Look at this dick! Ah, <laughs> missed it. Would you miss, too? If Kate Harrington said, look at this dick, you'd be like, Yeah, what? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that I find him particularly attractive, but if he says, look at this dick, Sure. I'm looking. <laughs> right. Like... Okay, gotta see. I'm I, kidding. He's attractive. I find him pretty attractive. I know, yeah, I know. I know. I was just working you up, and then I decided I don't want to do that. I'm not sure if it's more than Rob. I mean, Richard Madden is a very attractive human, um, but I definitely find Kit Harrington to be very attractive as well. He's not unpleasant to look at. No, he's more attractive now than he was earlier on. Sure, in the show I think or it, in our timeline, both. I think he only gets better too. That's yeah, I agree. Like a fine wine, like a fine sangria, <laughs> like a fine sangria. I'm somehow fading, and we're not even to the worst part. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, I mean, you summed up that scene pretty well. John's a fuck boy. Pretty well. I felt like I nailed okay, it. Okay. All right. Killed it. You Great job. executed that description of that scene in the same way that lots of other people were executed later in the show flawlessly good one to absolute perfection thanks man do you want to take over Nah, can't read your notes (laughs) (laughs) would you like to take over if i wrote better not really because i'm happy to let you Yep. okay so then we're back to Arya and the hound um this is the this is the scene stab you in the eye yeah but before that they get into the closer you get the more the fear grows. Sorry. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Didn't like this very much because it was reminiscent of something that was going on in my life at the time. And so... Uh, Care to elaborate or... I'd rather not. Okay. Okay. So, thoughts, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> it was just like... Just thoughts and vibes, oh, bro. there's the anxiety. <laughs> hmm. Boom. 
fucking Arya. Just, or I guess it's the Hound actually. But yeah, he, you know, it. Arya keeps going back and looking at the twins, and then uh, the Hound says, "You know, you're scared that you're not going to make it." And she says, "I'm not afraid." And she says, "Of course you are. Like you're, you're almost there." Um, and every step you take closer, like the fear grows. And I felt that shit. Uh, so, and much like Arya, didn't make it. <laughs> so, seems to be a valid <laughs> fear. You didn't mm. want to go into it, but kind I'm of not going into, into specifics. Okay, check our Patreon episode. For <laughs> this yeah. one, yeah. Don't we owe a Patreon story from you? I guess so. I don't remember what it was on. Do you? No. Do you? It was just recently, that I think. I know. I'm, you're not going to tell me, right? Yeah, last episode. No. If only, <laughs> if only it was recorded on the internet somewhere. Yeah, it was something that we said that only my dad was going to hear. Oh, yes. <laughs> so. No, it was a, a fast food industry oh. horror story. Yeah, that's right. Because we were talking about how people do cocaine off of the prep tables, mm-hmm. and they do. You got a gun pulled on you, and I did. Mm-hmm. Somebody dropped a sausage in my house, in my house, in my restaurant. This story is also about someone dropping a sausage. Oh, <laughs> holy yuck! All right, I'd like to move on if that's okay. <laughs> Be good. That's fine. So the closer we get, the more fear for you. She get. talks about yeah, the 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 or he says the closer you get, the worse your fear gets. Oh, I meant to the end of this episode. Indifferent, yeah. In different words, but that was a good segue because then she responds with, uh, I saw your fear. You're afraid of fire. When uh, his sword lit up, uh, Barrick had yeah. his fiery sword. You were a scared little girl, basically. Um, I like that she calls him out. I kind of like her attitude. Like she, like the hound is scary. I like the back and forth that they have. Mm-hmm. They're fun. Yeah. They're a fun duo because, truthfully, neither of them is going to do anything to the other. They've shown that. They've had plenty of opportunity. She had a rock over his head while he was laying on the ground defenseless. He is a big, grown, scary person who could end her in a second, and neither of them has done it. I And so it's just kind of fun banter. I like it. Yeah, but I'm interested to see what happens now that he's not going to get paid for this, like how their relationship changes. Because everyone's dead. Because everyone's dead. And I don't know who he brings her to next. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Do you have Let's any predictions? Out. I don't. I don't. Well, I mean, I can make one, but I don't have any info to do it to. I Just make one blindly. Um, Ice cold. One of the Karstarks, maybe. Okay. One of the Northern Bannermen. Interesting. Because there's no one else. No one else is on the table right now. What about Daddy Tywin? Ooh. I mean, maybe. But if he's trying to get paid, the way he left, though, who, the way the Hound left Joffrey, I don't know if he'd go back to the Lannisters. Yeah, but if he brings the next m- most powerful Stark that's not already captured, but what do they need her for? They have Sansa, but there's another Stark out there. Yeah, but she's so far down the line, and also not a man. Yeah, but the reigns of Castamere. Like, do you remember a few episodes ago where Marjorie, or the last episode episode where Marjorie and Cersei were, like, he eliminated everybody. Mm -hmm. Nobody made it. Oh, you think he, you're saying he wants to just kill all the Starks. I'm just saying, like, that is on brand. Yeah. 
and they've already set it up by that conversation uh, between Marjorie, Marjorie and Cersei. Okay. I'm just saying, like, for me, that's where I remember my thoughts being like... That's a good one. Because yeah. I agree with you. Like, okay, what does he do now? Um, I don't think, in my opinion, that, like, we've seen enough financial resource for someone like the Car Starks to pay what he would want for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stark money is rivaled by no one in the North, but Tywin money, you know, Lannister money is leaps and bounds ahead of Stark money. So he could ask an even even higher asking price. And I think just to, trying to make that connection between the conversation from last episode and then what we see what happens in this episode, mm-hmm. clearly Tywin's like on a mission Yeah, here. No, it makes sense. I just don't know if he if he does that knowing what he did to a Lannister, like how they repaid that debt. You mean the Hound? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, how, how the Hound left yeah. Joffrey and everything. I can't imagine if Tywin knows about that, he's excited and happy about it. I think that's probably a really good thought. Um, I'm interested to see how that plays out too. Yeah. So anyway, after that, uh, that's when we have the line about Sword in the eye, which do you have predictions on that? I'd like to see it. Hmm. Have you, you've not finished the show, right? Mm-mm. Season six. Yeah. Early season six. Interesting. I can't wait till we get there so that I can just finally like. Season not, six is one of my favorites. Not censor. Like <laughs> there's so many things I want to ask you, mm-hmm. but there's like, I don't want to like give anything away on accident. Yeah. I've done that before. Yes. And it cost me $50. <laughs> that was unprompted. You just offered that though. I know. So now I have <laughs> to actually think about it. Um it's a good it's a good life lesson. It was an expensive life lesson. Um and I would rather not make anything like that again. That's fair. So I avoid asking you stuff often because like I'm trying my best. Yeah, so you just stick with the electoral college. Right. Yeah. Safe spaces. <laughs> There's no chance I can pay money to that one. It's true. I'm just it's a very safe area. You know what I mean? Unless they ask you, and then I guess you kinda gotta do it. <laughs> gotta do whatever they say. Yeah. Um so anyway. Yep. I do you never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm trying not to I'm just trying not to spend money. Then we're then we find brand screw in the tower. Right. Um it's, a little stormy. Hodor starts losing his mind a little bit. Um, freaking out. Then we get John and the gang. And they wrote, did you see this like collision course happening? No. It took you by surprise. Like, did I expect that they would end up outside that tower? Right near no. each other. I thought the show did a pretty good job of like not making... They, yeah, they're, it wasn't they're, telegraphed at all. But. There's a lot of stuff that they do telegraph. Yes. But they did a good job of like showing that that could actually happen so like yes. when when brandon them walk up they're like oh where are we oh we're in the gift you know it's given to the you know the watch to whatever and and so it makes sense they would be in generally the same area um and yeah so they're up in the tower just kind of stormy with a you know with some thunder and some lightning happening hodor's, hodor's going crazy john and the wildlings come up on the old dude and um and they start you know, their, their thing, which, uh, you know, basically they're just going to kill the guy and, um, and Hodor's still screaming. 
And so they got to do something to shut Hodor up. Um, and all of a sudden, Brand, Brand wargs out. Wargs into him, which is pretty insane because you don't see it coming. We've only seen war, uh, Dan, or Brand warg into wolves to this point. We've only seen Orel uh, with an eagle. Oh, yeah, the um, way they've explained it, it's you can control animals and see through them. Right. Right, and and it seems to be kind of specific animals also. Like right. it doesn't seem to be all of them, um, and so he works into Hodor. Everyone's freaked out. Uh, even uh, Jojen says, "Like Jojen's like you just, you just he's huge, and you just and no one can do took control of him." Yeah, like oh, they can't do that north of the wall. I'm like no, no one can do that anywhere. Um, so that's a huge thing. That's a big revelation that. We find out that that not only can can Bran warg into uh, people on command almost, but he can do it. He can warg into pe- or warg warg into things on command, but he can warg into people. So what else can he warg into? Right. You know. So and what else does his powers now cover? Right. Exactly. So this is a this is a big big you know uh, moment in his storyline. Um, the guy is about to die at the hands of John. John can't do it. Well, before that, yeah. number one thing you want to see Bran Warg into dragons. I don't. I don't know. He's already done people. So what else? Dragons would be cool. Joffrey. Oh. Ew. I I want to see as little as jo- of Joffrey as possible. Just jump him off a cliff. That'd if be he, crazy. If he did that, <laughs> jump him off a cliff. If he does that, whoops. That's oh, my no. favorite moment of any television show ever. That's good. Mm. Mine um, would also be dragons. Yeah, well, I remember. Yeah, but we already said dragons, so yeah. But I'm not afraid to double down. That's fine. I remember down. when this happened. Oh, the dragon, and like the internet, just it being dragons. Like we, he's got to, he's got to be able to do that, right? Like mm-hmm. he warged into a giant, basically. Um, I want Bran to warg into the actor who plays Hodor, who now has face tattoos and is seven feet tall and is a drag queen yes so that would be pretty cool i didn't know he's a drag queen that's all cool yeah. um yeah yeah uh what a brand wargs into rickon who wargs into a wolf huh interesting what if rickon just dies or just disappears would you notice seems like he did yeah <laughs> yep he walked off with asha right. like, i think him and asha are just gonna walk away and never come back into the sunset like if if rickon had not been in this scene would, would you, you have noticed, noticed? No. no. There's zero chance. No. I did see Aja for the first time in the Harry Potter movies, which was interesting. Yeah, Tonks. She looks a lot different. Mm-hmm. She does. Yeah. Yeah, Tonks. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I remember the internet just being like, that's got to be it, right? Like, we've we've got to see this collision course of somehow, some way, dragons and him get to a similar place and... He can, he can, his powers at that point are refined enough to be able to do something of that size and magnitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so John can't kill the guy. Uh, Egret shoots him with an arrow. And then at that point, everyone kind of knows shit. John's not. John's alive. still a crow. Right, right. And, um, so they all attack him. He pushes Egret out of the way because he doesn't want her getting caught in the crossfire. Pun intended. Um, and crossfire. And 
event, and then you know, Tormund kind of says, kind of Tormund goes and grabs Egret and kind of keeps her from going back into the fight because he doesn't want her to die for one of them, as he says, which is you know, Man of the Night's Watch, Crow, whatever. And somehow it gets to John in Orel, and this Orel is, gets fucked. Orel does get fucked. Yep. And as John is shoving his sword into his, and verbally, right, <laughs> is shoving his sword up Orel's entire body. He says, you were right the whole time, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you're going to die. Fuck you as you die. Yeah. Kind of like that a lot. Um, I thought when the eagle attacked John. I thought an eye was going to be gone. 100%. I thought 100% John is losing an eye here. That would be a, a, a pretty typical thing for it to happen. Yeah. But it would have been like consequential. Like that would have been right. a big deal for John, who's a relatively main character, to lose an eye. John, Jamie lost a hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ned lost a head. Ooh. Uh, Bran lost, lost his legs. Rob lost everything. Rob, Rob lost it all. lost a baby. Yeah. Oh, God. Cat lost a lot of yeah, blood. Yeah, that wasn't cool. <laughs> I think we can avoid that conversation for as long as possible if you guys are okay with that. Okay. Because. Is that why you're crying? It's why I want to cry. Sure. That's I fair. feel like I could cry right now just thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, anyways, so uh, John gets rid of the eagle um, somehow. I don't know how, but kind of throws him off and then gets on a horse. Egret kind of takes a step like, oh, he's going to pick me up and we're going to ride off together. And he just keeps fucking riding. And she is devastated, pissed and devastated. But he looks like pissed. One thing we missed was Bran. Yeah. Right before the uh, Orel yes. cut, yeah, wargs into the wolves, multiple wolves. It seemed like maybe so both in the books. How they describe it is he wargs into Summer, and then Summer s- communicates with Shaggy Dog, with Shaggy Dog, and they that hey, we're gonna fuck these guys up, and they go do that. I don't think he works into both. I, now, obviously, it's a little bit ambiguous in the show, but right. in the book, it's a little bit more like when he gets into summer, he starts communicating with other wolves, which has happened before this where he's hunting and they're in like a pack and he's communicating with them in the pack, um, in the books, not in the show, obviously. But um, but yeah, so I don't think that he works into both. I think it's just that. But they don't really give us that. No, the, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like to know, and I'm sure this show never touches on it, or maybe they do. If Orel mm-hmm. was dead when the eagle was attacking John, or if he like, if he told the eagle to do it, or if he jumped into the eagle and his body being dead didn't matter anymore. Can we answer that? I mean, if you don't know, don't tell me. But I don't know the answer, but I I'm just interested to see what happens. As like he entered the eagle, so now he's not dead. He's just in the eagle. Well, until the eagle dies. Right. Yeah. Cause that was you when you asked like John somehow gets the eagle off of him. Like I didn't know if the eagle left because Oral wasn't controlling it anymore or if something else happened. But like that was what was running through my mind during the scene. I don't think it's a conversation we can have. That's fair. Um Unfortunately, because I'm oh. trying to save money. Look, just trying to put things out there. Say that money. I don't think no, it would I, be a spoiler necessarily, but I don't. But I think you'd be better. I mean, off. if you know, I don't want to. No, know. but I, but I think you'd be better off like 
discovering letting some of these th- things right. be you know be theories as you're reading or watching the show of like oh I wonder if it goes back to that right no yeah. a lot of the times when I ask these questions it's not necessarily to get answers out of you although I like the money it's more just yeah, yeah. theorizing for the people who are listening which I think sure. is good I think if we answered it one way or the other that whichever way we answered yeah, it would it's be a not fun. yeah so um, so yeah that, I mean, the, the working into the, the wolves again. This was brand probably the first time on, on command. Purpose. Yeah, Jojen saying you need to do that. If you don't do like, like you've got to you've got to go do that. And he's like, I can't do it on command. And like, yes, you can. Just channel it, and he does. It was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, from here we make our way to Young Kai. It's really the first entertaining piece of brand storyline that we've seen in a while. Right. Well, and then they get rid of Rick on, which I'm sure. Justin's happy. About. Everyone loves. Fuck Rick on. Although Ajahn's gone now. That's sad. Yeah, they're going to go stay with the Umbers at Last Hearth. That was actually in a little bit, but. Oh. Oh, sorry. We can just skip it later. So, yeah, Bran tells Ashen Rickon, like, you got to go. See ya. And Rickon's like, I got to defend you. And then Bran's like, no. I got to defend you. And then they leave. So, that was that. The end. Anybody sad about this scene? No. No? Mm-mm. No? I was sad because it looked like a soundstage when Asha was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice. Yeah, like the sky very much looked fake. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, a, I, I'm annoyed that up until this point, we still have not had any sort of, uh, like, any sort of callback to... Rickon seeing Ned in the crypts as well. Right. Like, what are we doing? Not, not a thing. It, it was, it was something that they both saw. We're just holding on to it. So, does Rickon have that? I mean, if he does, are we sending him away by himself to figure all that shit out? I don't. I, yeah, whatever. These fucking guys. Are I think they just don't want to bring him over the wall, which I agree with. Sure. But I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's stepped up to say anything about it and people are just like oh he's a little kid he's having bad dreams but if you're not going to do anything with it why the fuck was he down there you know well yeah anyways okay we're blowing on holes now don't blow on holes yeah unless it's mine okay thank you oh we're now an asmr that's fine a what asmr where they crack the chips in the microphone I don't know what this is. It's like sounds. I don't know what the what the initialism stands for this time. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I, mean, I assume the A is audio or audible. Audio it's fine. Don't worry about it. Something. No, we're here. Do you know? Is. I think it is audio yeah. sensory. It's um, Meridian. Meridian response. Yes, we got there with our powers combined. We are Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Planet. He's our best hero. buzz cut in the world. Um, it's like a flat top. Right. Yeah. It was kind of hot. The Don Cheadle was green. The Don Cheadle thing was funny. Nope, too. we were wrong. It's Auto, autonomous, autonomous sensory. Meridian response. You're doing the brain thing with me where you're just saying the words as I said them. Yes. It was actually a thing in an ASMR video <laughs> I just recently listened to. You actually listen to them? Mm-hmm. I can't. They freak me out. Yeah, so I go to sleep. Too. Really? Yeah. Which brain, one is it? My brain raises too much. Or just any of them? Uh, I don't like mouth noises. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Do you like the potato chips? Not necessarily. 
Like eating potato chips? Why the oh, fuck do I not know chips. what y'all are talking about? But That's all three of you know. Nightmare. Uh, it's a pretty standard thing. It's, it's basically like pretty popular. It's basically yeah. what you listen to when you go to sleep. But like the ASMR stuff has a lot more like noises. There's also a weird corner of the internet that I found that's religious ASMR, and it's yeah. like a woman in a pencil skirt reading like church board meeting notes, like kind of sexy. So that's out there if you want to listen to that. <laughs> the internet that. is undefeated, man. <laughs> the fact that that is out there. I don't like available. it. That's the only kind I've watched. You, you have just my saying attention. pour the oil over and over? Yep. Okay. Got it. No, it's, like the, it's the Catholic <laughs> thing that I sent earlier. Uh, I am surprised again. you don't know what we're talking about because um, you are all over the internet. That's true. Usually on the porn sites. Right. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of ASMR there too. I don't know. Unfamiliar. Um, then we go to the Yunkai battle. Mm. Uh, it was really cool, but there's not really a lot to talk about. The most useless piece of information in the history of Game of Thrones is that Daria Naharis is a great whistler. The best in the land. <laughs> that was a very like Trump line to what? me. It really like, was. Like, good whistler, best in the best world. In the world. <laughs> we got the best whistlers, okay? <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> They're huge the, I use the best words. It's fine. Oh. The best part was when they were in a presidential debate talking about their hand sizes. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Believe bro? me, they're big enough. <laughs> like, what what the a fuck fucking is what a fucking weird time in this what country. The fuck? Right. And there have been a lot of weird times in this country. It was like regular fucking people, like Marco Rubio. Like he's a normal guy. He's not anything crazy. Now I don't love Marco, but like he's not Trump. And he got he got Marco to say that I've got huge hands. What the fuck? It was just the most crazy. Anyways. I we're not going to talk about Look, it. Poor yeah. choices were made. Dario's a great a whistler. Dario's a great whistler. Best in the land. I expected this to be a trap. Yeah. Well. You did. I did. From Dario? Yes. Okay. So you don't trust him. Or well, Grey Worm, apparently. Trust him to do what's good for him. Okay. But you don't trust him in regard to our Lord and Savior, Daenerys Stormborn. <laughs> no. Because he's skeevy towards our Lord and Savior, Daenerys Stormborn. I kind of like what Lydia said, though. Like, you know, I agree. He's forward and he tells you like it is, but I just don't know about him that much review yet. Review yeah. church minutes. <laughs> yeah. Review church minutes and T for two. <laughs> That's the name of that video, that ASMR one. Can't wait to watch it. So after the battle, which, by the way, was just quick and several waves of enemies, um, and was it Jorah who says a few guards? Yeah. You know, um, I really liked watching Grey Worm fight. He's awesome. Yeah. I, it really does. Like, it's the first time we've seen much of the Unsullied. Yeah, if they're great. like Grey Worm and they seem to be, they're a force to be reckoned yeah, with. They are a force sure. to be And it was also with. really awesome watching three distinct fighting styles. Yeah. In that battle. I liked it. Good job. TV show. Because Dario is very loose, mm-hmm. very like, <laughs> I don't know. Like sexually or morally or... <laughs> well, his butthole's loose for sure. Okay. Um, not tight butthole? Not tight butthole. Mm. Um, he's very like uh, Braun. Okay. At the at the scene where he 
is fighting for fighting Tyrion. for Tyrion trial by combat. You know how he's just kind of like having fun, right? While fighting for his life, that's the vibe I get from Dario. Like they know that they're good. Yeah, it's like they're made to fight. Basically, that's like, like this, their thing. That's what I do. Yeah, right. If I'm not doing this, I'm. What am I? I mean, he said last episode, like the two greatest. I think the, the yeah the um yeah. the comparison to Brown's really good. Thank you. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. So then you've got uh, Grey Worm, who's very um, precise, pr- very precise, just very like no wasted movement, not a single one. But it was all cool. It was all cool. Yeah. And then you've got Jorah, who's a knight. He's mm-hmm. brash. He's very like uh, not dramatic in a negative sense, but just like. Flourishing. I like yeah. the team kill where Jorah hits the guy in the back with the sword and then mm-hmm. uh, Dario gets him in the throat. Okay, that was cool. It was definitely, I mean, it was definitely a cool fight scene to see. And Dario throws the fucking knife. Yeah. Right past his face. The lady knife, probably. The lady knife. We love, we love the lady knife. No one else saw the lady knife. I saw. So you texted us a picture, didn't you? Eagle Eye Lady so Knife. So I think, and Justin mentioned this, like, I've seen it in the future. I didn't see it in that scene, but you said, you know, so, um, and that's what you mentioned that like, okay, yeah, let's just all talk about things that haven't happened yet. <laughs> like, it's like, no, it but, happened. Yeah, but you're right. And yeah, yeah you, you're definitely right. I just had remembered that it's a thing later. Yeah, I knew that that knife existed. I just didn't know that we were talking about it then. Got it. Yeah, yeah me too. Right. <laughs> um. So after that, we have the wedding. Which is relatively uneventful, right? Just right. a wedding, just except a wedding. that she's she doesn't look like the. Rest oh, I thought of these. you were kidding. Okay, <laughs> I thought, like we go to the wedding and nothing that's happens. The that's the end. No, no, no. The wedding itself was relatively uneventful, right. uh, other than revealing that she doesn't she's look hot. like the rest of them. She's yeah. very, yeah, very attractive. But she also looks like she's eleven, right? So that was that was we know that she's not. Um, but it she looked young. Yeah, she definitely has some young features. Um. I'm Lauren, glad Lauren I'm, said twelve. So yeah. I'm glad I'm not the one that said she's hot. You agreed. I don't think she so. was. She's attractive. I don't think she was eleven though. No, she's not. She's an adult. No, a solid fifteen. She's at, at least. least. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. She's a bleeder. Bleeder so. for sure. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't marry off a non one, I don't think. No. No. Well, that's what um, fucking Walder said earlier about, about his twins. youngest granddaughter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The youngest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that she hasn't bled yet. His daughter. Oh. Well, she hasn't bled yet, but you're not that patient, which is funny. Um, so then we go, then, oh, then is the by recon scene. We already talked about it. Uh, then we're back to Danny, and it's Jorah and Grey Worm, like, coming back to her very bloodied after the battle. And Jorah telling her that, like, we did that shit. And the only thing that she cared about was... Where's Dario? Where's Dario Naharis? I loved this shot because it showed Jorah's face very upset, which when I first watched this, I was like, oh, it's because Dario's dead. It was like my first impression. Mm. But then he comes in and I was like, oh, Jorah had that sad face because all she cared about was him. Right. It was very smart camera work. Poor Jorah. He lays the tapestry thing and shows it's really cool, I think. Mm. The design is great. Is that your next tattoo? Uh, it also had a naked woman. Yeah. That's why I liked it so much. Perfect. Um, probably right on my neck. I love it. Because um, I've always wanted a naked woman on my neck. Mm-hmm. Not so that I can see her, but so that you but, can. Yeah, it's for everyone else. I'll put it on this side for you. Thank you. So that when we Of record, a tattoo, like a tattoo or just in general? Yes. 
I was going to say, is this a sit on my face joke or what is this? <laughs> not at face, just the neck. Just his neck. <laughs> you want to sit on my neck? I don't want to. He's not a naked woman. Right. So. Oh, yeah, right there. Oh, do I want a naked woman on my neck? Well, that's, that's what, what you, you said. You said, I want a naked I've woman. I've always on wanted my neck. a naked woman on my neck. Oh, I, I thought you were making I a. It. I appreciate yeah. that you made the joke. I wanted to, but. We know you can't. Try to keep it PG. <laughs> to answer the question. On my corner of the podcast. <laughs> both. Cool. <laughs> so, if anybody knows a guy who can tattoo it, Oh, okay. Or anybody knows a, a And then girl. he can sit on your face. No, we want the naked girl. Um, woman, preferably, please. What if you just go with the... Required, the, actually. Yeah, why does the, the tattoo artist have to be a guy? Why don't you go... Why don't you yeah, two for two? that was interesting. Um, you want to know the real reason? I got tattooed by a woman one time, and I've never had someone so heavy-handed tattoo me. Wasn't it a woman who did your hands? Yeah. Different. Okay. Were your hands heavy? No. Which one did the, the first girl do? Lady do? Woman do? This one in my hand, which oh. is no longer in yeah, existence. Yeah, that one's scrubbed off. Apparently, I'm not redeemed. Yeah. <laughs> that tattoo says. Oh. Um, <laughs> I've never had someone so heavy-handed tattoo me. What does that mean? Um, Like pushed really hard into you? Yeah, it's like what? the way that she, her style was very hard on my skin. Huh. Hashtag not so all women. So you've written them off forever? All women. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all women. It's logical. All of them. No, um, I would get tattooed by There's... There's a woman, uh, she tattoos in Australia that I would really like to get tattooed by. She, Her work is incredible. That'd be a trip. I'll send it to you on Instagram. Well, there's another guy in Australia that I would also like to get tattooed who I've got. Have you ever seen my skull shirt, the long sleeve black one that's mm-hmm. got that cool skull design? Yeah. His name's Matt. He's the one who did that, but he's also a phenomenal tattoo artist. So one day, I would. my goal is to take a trip to Australia and get tattooed by both of them while I'm there. At the same time? No. Tag teamed. Yeah, I would... Why not? What what do I have to lose? You know? Um, anyways, uh this whole bit got kind of sexual. Where were sorry. we? Yeah. We were talking about uh Danny and the naked woman tapestry. Oh, the tapestry. And he says uh that something about the city is yours, my queen. I think that that's exactly what he says, actually. Um something, something like, along those lines. Something about <laughs> similar to this. It that's exactly what he says. The city is yours, my queen. Um mm. so now Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Dario? Um, I like him more now that I've seen him fight. And it wasn't a trap. And it wasn't a trap. And he was like, being, it's a trap. And he was being helpful. Because <laughs> he could have, like, how do we get that far without doing that? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. It's, it's all right, Admiral. Um, we just, yeah, like, he he didn't let anyone die in that, which that's great. I think he's just smooth. And I think that it seems shady. Right. But I think it's, I think, I mean, he seems pretty true to what he says he's going to do. Yeah. Except I will say, Jorah was right about the whole, like, I mean, you killed the guys that were supposed to share your exactly. payment. But I think he just believed in the cause, of the, in Danny's cause. Like, I feel like that's real, in my opinion. Seems that way. Yeah. Now. I think, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not exactly like this, but it's almost like, if you're cheated on or like if you're cheating with somebody else yeah or your partner is like cheating on their partner with you like why would you believe that they're going to stay with you right i think we actually used the same example last week well good job yeah. whoever did that uh, i wasn't paying attention apparently that was jay good job justin um thank you you're smart but but thank you're you. right i mean although it seems to be working out so far right i mean it works for a short run but there's yeah. nothing keeping him there yeah I think he's all, I mean, like, that's just smart. 
Probably not a good idea for two thousand second suns to take on eight thousand unsullied. Eight thousand of those yeah. gray worm, like that that kind of fighter. One hundred percent. Eight thousand of those gray worms. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Good luck. Um. So yeah, just just smart, but also it seems he seems to be very drawn to Danny and and mm-hmm. loyal to that. Whether no, it's about I, her beauty, or... I don't think it's bad for them to accept his help. I think it's bad yeah. for them to bring him into any like close quarters or. Right. You know, trusted confidant level, which is what she's done yeah. already. Yeah, no, that's good. And but now we know it wasn't a trap. First test passed. Um, Yunkai is it's hers. It's yeah, Yunkai. There's that worked out perfectly. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and that's the end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> and then we fade to black. Thanks for joining us this week, guys. We'll I think see they played you. Reigns of Castamir at the credits, and and that was that. That was the end of it. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into this episode yeah. of Dragons and Dreadforts. Hopefully, Robin Talissa's baby comes out great. He's going to be a healthy, happy baby. Right. Eddard. Healthy. It'll be a boy named Eddard. Ed. True. Yeah. True. I think that's a spoiler. God, dude, that one gets me in tears every time, and I'm thinking about it right now. And... So I guess we should probably talk about it. Right. Yeah. I'm a crier, but I didn't cry. I cried. Oh, that one gave me goosebumps. When she like he's like, oh, don't you think you know, I should have a, a say in it? And she's like, Eddard. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> and it doesn't help that I know what's coming next. That's the worst part. Oh. When they closed the doors and started playing. So we get into the reception. Mm-hmm. That's when? That's, yeah. I, I looked like that was going to be a question you were going to ask me. It was. And Did was you know the extent? Were you spoiled at all in any way? I feel like you lie to us. Nope. He does lie. He knew about the Red he, Wedding. I knew about... He, he said that something zero. was called the Red Wedding. I knew said, something was called the yeah. Red Wedding. I had no earthly idea what that was. Did you, you think said, it was this episode? Mm-mm. You said two episodes was. ago that Rob... You can't kill Rob. I Not thought yet, it was To throw us off. I thought it was <laughs> way further along in the series than this. But did you think that when the doors closed and the so- and the Reigns of Casimir started playing, did you know Rob, Talissa, Catelyn, all their people, nope. everyone dies? Nope. What did you think was about to happen? Somebody died? I, somebody was going to die. Did you know who? Or a couple like, people were going to die. Did you think that it was Rob and Talissa? Or did you think it was like some Stark soldiers? I didn't or some think shit? it was going to be Talissa. I yeah. thought probably Rob. They um, really. They they did that shit. They did yeah. that shit. I thought probably Rob. I didn't think Kat. I definitely Talissa didn't think, and the baby. I definitely didn't think Kat the way that they did it. Um, I mean, and then every, just everyone, everyone who was at the twins. And yeah. And. Which literally whose the whole wolf army. was it? Gray Wind. It Grey was Wind. it was, it was Rob's, Rob's wolf. The, the the so far the biggest one, the biggest the baddest of all. One, yeah. I don't even I don't like dogs, but that that's the one that got me. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whimpering. Yeah, that one's hard. I think that's the one that got Lauren. Too. And then the face. You get the face and the eyes closed. Yep. Yeah. Oof. So. Yep. All right. So this shit's brutal. In the wedding, if we could just we'll recreate the scene for for listeners. We've already gone to it a little bit. So the like, fir- the first thing is the conversation between Cat and Ruse about the fat bride, the fat yeah. young bride. Uh, she says, "So does she make you happy?" And she says, "He says she made me very rich." Right. Um. Which, fine, totally fine. Not I don't hate you yet. Then Rob and Talissa are talking. And he he gets hit by her, and they have the flirty like striking your king is an act of treason. Um, they're talking about obviously Edard naming the child if it's a boy. Um, then then the bedding ceremony happens. Yep. Uh, a sword needs a sheath, where the terms used. And a wedding yeah. needs a bedding. And a wedding the needs term a bedding that I use. 
And by the way, mm-hmm. just quick quick aside because I haven't done it in a while. Firefighter of the week. Thank you. Oh, Rob. He looks so good. Yeah. If he was gonna go, <laughs> it had glad, to be like this. You're glad he went. I'm glad he went in style. Looking fiery. Talissa also wins firefighter of the week because she's flawless and perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was my quick aside. Thank you. Then, then we get the scene. Whoa! Did anybody else's headphones just yeah, click? Yeah, I've never done that before. That was strange. I didn't click. I don't think. Yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry if that came through on the recording. Um, so then, then is the scene. So, uh, Walter Frey, the doors close. The reigns of Castamere start playing. Um, which by the way, we talked about it earlier, but this we learned about like the foreshadowing. They foreshadowed this in the last episode. Yeah, foreshadowed the shit out of it. Um, the whole conversation about how you know, House Rain and the whole story behind that, like they laid this out hard. Oh, with Cersei and Marjorie? Cersei and Marjorie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um they, I wrote Grey Wind here, but um, I guess they just showed Grey Wind. They showed oh, Grey Wind. Grey sort of Wind getting, was whimpering, like yeah, he's kind of getting, getting panicked, uneasy. Yeah, outside, which is crazy that he has the intuition of like right We're, sensing the 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 vibe. Yeah, and clearly, I mean, we talked about it before, but the but the connection of the Starks to their wolves is not can't be overstated. Like there is. Mm-hmm. A connection, not just the brand with with the warg, but like John and Ghost and and Robin Greywind. Like the connection is there. Um, so yeah, they show Greywind getting a little antsy outside. I wish he would have gotten a little antsy earlier. Little, yeah, antsy earlier and more. Um, yeah, and fucking Arya was right there, more too. bitey, like right there. To she let, had just she let tried. Yeah, I feel like she was about to try, but then it just got like bad. five soldiers run up. So. So yeah, doors closed. Reigns Casimir comes on the show. Gray Wind. Um, Cat is starting to not. Then the ha- yeah. So while Cat, I hate it because we talked about this earlier today. You and I, they. I don't like how how much they projected this and sh- and like like advertise what's about to happen. Yeah, they gave you a little bit too. I much. was angry that no one else figured it out. Actually, what do you mean? Like as soon as the doors close and the band started playing, like even without the doors closing, like when that song starts playing, I'm like, cool, here we go. But everyone else is like, oh, I'm right. glad that you picked it's up the on Lannister's it. Lannister's song. I'm Why? glad that you picked up on it because it shows like you're paying attention to the little things. Mm-hmm. I don't like that you caught it because I think it pretty much rocked my world. Like when it happened, right. I think the moment when Cat pulls back Ruse's sleeve, that was, I think it wasn't until then that I was like, wait, this shit's yeah. really about to happen. And he's in full mail. Mm-hmm. I think before that, I was like, this is weird. Like, this scene, this vibe is weird. But it wasn't until that where I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Some horrible stuff is about to go down. Then we, do you have something? Sorry. No, I was just going to say the chainmail was like a cool detail, but I don't like how. He did the whole like eh eh his like face, with his yeah, eyebrows like, thing, and I was like, "That's a weird." <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It felt kind of disjointed. I wish she would have noticed it in a more subtle way, like if he reached for something and she saw the chainmail. Right. But he like 
weirdly raised his eyebrows at her. Yeah, and before that, a little bit of callback. To, he, look, he looked down at it before right. she even saw it. Like, like, did you see my arm? You see my arm right he here? Like, come on, take a peek. Take look a, at my yeah, arm. Exactly. Take, like, take, a, take a look. You're going to want to look at my arm. <laughs> like, I, I don't like how much they did that. A mm. little bit of a callback when he uh, declined a drink. Back to the first time we see Bolton decline a drink, he's with Jamie and Brienne. Mm. And Jamie says, do you realize how suspicious that is to normal people? And he was like, I've just never, never done it. And dulls the senses, whatever. But clearly, again, very suspicious. Um, but I agree. We were talking about this earlier today. Like you said, I kind of wish that they would have just like, gone into it instead of having about 30 seconds to a minute of of cat figuring it out cat realizing it and, and helping the audience figure it out it would have been fine if they had all those elements yeah. without the specific focus from cat on them right right if the doors had closed and no- it was fine and if we had seen the mail but she didn't or even if she saw it right as Walder's giving his speech or something. Mm. But they, it was too early. It was too much. It was too focused on Kat's perspective. Even the band could have been playing that song casually in the background, but everything focuses in on the audio of, of the band playing that song and the doors close. And mm. that it, it's the dead giveaway. I thought yeah. it was on brand though. Cause like we said, they, foreshadowed it hard in the previous episode and that was like very heavy-handed in retrospect and right. so like this was also very heavy-handed yeah they're just kind of continuing it i think the band stops playing when walter stands up yeah. they do yeah. yeah and so walter stands up that is actually while he's talking is when cat pulls the mm-hmm. pulls the sleeve um but he says you know bless you says something to rob and and then like he talks about um, needing to to provide a gift for yeah, my new queen, right? A wedding gift, and it's a knife to God the stomach eight times. So Oof. then, then a random guy comes and stabs her in the stomach, which was very graphic, mm-hmm. unnecessary. I think it's actually one of the phrase sons. Mm. Um. If I remember correctly, I think in the, book, in the books it is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's why he's up there. And yeah. And, and he stabs her. I mean, it's got to be five or six times. Yeah. It's a lot. I will say, I'd had a hard time each time we were in Frey's Castle figuring out who belonged to who. Yeah. That's fair. Well, they're all like, they're, none of them are regal King's Landingers. Right. So, like, it's no, yeah, no one's really wearing like the armor. Armor, it's like the like boiled leather. Yeah, almost. I meant like specifically like the guy who stabbed, um, Talisa. her. And then like when we're in the scene when they're eating like the salt and the bread, one of them like off in the corner also eats like after Rob or something like that. And I was like, are you with Rob yeah, or are you, you with Frey? Like I don't know who you are. Yeah. And the guy who closed the door, I think, was the same guy they try to maybe. differentiate just a little bit with like the head like the like head covering green yeah. and padded leather and i was like right. i don't know who you are but and then i figured it out when they were murdering the people that so talissa gets stabbed crossbows are shot um throats are slit open mayhem it's just, just absolute mayhem ensues chaos gray wind is killed 
in yeah, you know, in this they run out scene. The hound is outside. Then we go to the hound. Yeah. Um I I just it was this scene was frustrating to me. Partially because the hound didn't seem to you would feel like the hound and his battle prowess and his experience would recognize the signs of what's going on outside. Mm. Um, and like not approach something. I don't know what I wanted, but it was for him to seem more knowledgeable about what's happening as a very experienced military person. Right. Um, I feel like he knew it. I think he caught on. He just didn't like, what was he going to do? Well, I think Justin's saying like, if he would have caught on, like, why would he approach the gate? Like, he wanted oh, like, him to before figure out even... before that right. even happened. Yeah, yes. I think it was probably like as crappy as this is, it was probably a vehicle to get Arya there. That's close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was close, man. She was at the gate because instead she's running through the camp to do this, and that's probably not realistically going to happen. She's freaking out. He. Knocks her out. He yeah. knocks out Arya. Another KO. He's got. He's two for two in his professional fighting career. It should be mentioned too that before the before the gates are or the the doors are closed, the Blackfish walks out to go take a piss. Is what he says. That's um, true. That's a good. That's a good thought. Should be mentioned there. Yeah, and so the hounds outside. The guy's telling him the feast is over. He says it doesn't sound over. If I tell you it's over, it's over. Um and they can't really figure out a way in at that point. Um, I think maybe we flip back to the inside, or is it still Ari on the outside? Uh, so then she is gone. Yeah. Uh, he and he turns around. She's gone. Right. Yeah. He finds her. She she actually left in the last scene when they rolled up to the gate. Right. This is the scene where now he finds her, knocks her out, and says it's too late because uh, she's like freaking out mm-hmm. about. You know what's going on. Then we go back inside, and this is where Walder has the line: "The king in the north arises." Fuck that motherfucker! <laughs> it was so hard to watch. I that. couldn't believe there were no like there weren't any real kills of the other side, like other than Cat. They're like, totally unprepared. Nothing. F- fully unprepared. They're comfortable. They're laid back. They've Drunk. been drinking. Yeah. There's no reason for they've had the bread and the salt and the wine like they mm-hmm. are in the laws of the land say you're good you have nothing to worry about this to our knowledge has not happened before where someone has been welcomed in and then just totally betrayed mm-hmm. like it's kind of a given if you've been given the courtesies you've been you've received you're good so they totally let their guard down and it was just a total shock. Like I think by the time people in the in the hall recognized what was going on, everyone's pretty much dead. Um, then we have what actually is my favorite cat scene of her short lived life, um, and that's her pleading for Rob. Mm. Like we've seen her, I think, make some questionable decisions about like what's best for her family. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that she was put in a position to make easy decisions. I just think in retrospect, it's easy to poke holes in those things and, and look and say like, you maybe didn't make the right decision. Right. I think this showed 
more than any scene that we've seen so far, maybe to be rivaled by her freeing Jamie to try to get back the girls. Other than that, this is the most or the next most motherly scene that we see. Mm-hmm. She's clearly, clearly, whatever you're going to say is going to mean nothing. Like, right. they're not going to let Rob walk out of here. You're you're insane. Right. But that's she's not thinking logically right now. She's thinking, I'll do whatever I got to do to save my boy. Mm. Like, anything in the world. It's like emotional like talking about it but it's like she's she's like doing anything that she can do anything she can think of throwing out options keep me let him go she's screaming at rob to like get up and go just leave like now's your chance and let it end like she screams let it end it was just it was like emotional Mm -hmm. then um walter's like and 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 why would i do that (laughs) like right yeah, so she runs up to the, the to the, wife. the front table, grabs the wife out from under the table by the hair, puts a knife to her throat, has this this talk that you're explaining, and he says, "Why would I do that?" And she said, "Well, on my honor as a Tully, on my honor as a Stark, I'll open your wife's throat." Um, yeah, you don't give a it, you don't it, give a fuck it, about it, that it girl. Zooms in on like, this is his like what eleventh wife yeah, or something like that. It, he it, doesn't care. It zooms in on Walter and he says, "I'll find another. I'll find another." And, uh, and that's when Roos comes up to, uh, Rob and says the Lannisters send their regards and puts a dagger right into his heart. Which that was the thing I wanted to talk about too. Mm -hmm. Like we keep seeing him. I, I feel like I've seen him hint that he wants a relationship with the Lannisters. Yeah. But I haven't seen. I think that yet. I think. Sending Jamie back to Tywin is the moment where you're like, okay, Ruse is not on the Stark side. Not even just him sending him back. It was the com- for me. It was the conversation he had with Jamie after he's already told him, "I'm right. going to let you go." It was the pleading, like, make sure Tywin knows. Yeah. I had nothing to do with. That was the moment for me when I was like, well, this yeah. dude isn't all that he seems yes, to be. And at that point, I expected something weird would happen. I wouldn't expect him to say that line, the Lannisters send their regards, without him having some sort of relationship with them. I mean, Jamie says that when he leaves. He says, hey, give give Rob Stark my regards. Um, uh, yeah. And, uh, but but if, if Rob was to find out that Ruse had Jamie mm-hmm. and, and he let him go, let again. him go. That would not go well. So clearly, Roos has to have some sort of plan of how am I going to stay on Rob's side and also send Jamie back. But those two don't; those two don't mix. You can't mm-hmm. do that. Um, and clear, and too many people know that he sent Jamie back. So this this is really the only option that he has is to get rid of of the Starks and and be full fledged to the Lannisters. Um, and and after this action. Like after you, because realistically at this point, the only threat to the Lannisters are is Rob. Yeah, like Stannis has been defeated. This is the end of the war. The Iron Island Islanders yeah. are laughable anyway. Danny, but she's so far away. On the, you know, it's kind of like this. We'll deal with that when it gets here. Kind of deal that we've mm-hmm. talked about before. Realistically, the only other force that matters is Rob and and the Northmen and. For Ruse, if you 
participate and you're a pivotal piece in removing him, you basically got green pastures ahead of you in and, theory. And somehow I watched this show nine times until I figured out the motherfucker's name is Ruse. Mm-hmm. Like how, how on the, he- on the, na- on the head do we have to be like, it's, Pretty it's right the there. His fucking name is Ruse. And so I just real I realized that a couple months ago as we started watching this again and we were introduced to Ruse Bolton. Like I was like, holy shit, that's his fucking name. So foreshadowed the whole time, really. Um, I just don't know how I've missed that over the years. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he clearly has chosen his side, puts a fucking knife in the heart of the King of the North. Um, what, other, do you, what do you do? Like you, you've, do you go back to the north as Ruth Bolton? Like, can you even put? No, can you show I mean, your face up there? In theory, and we'll see. Well, before I give my take, what do you I think, think? It depends on how the Sansa Tyrion legacy dynasty thing works out. Because if like they have a kid and that kid is in charge of the north, and if Tyrion's in charge of the north. It means the Lannisters are in charge of the North, so like Ruse has standing up there now. Yeah. Well, we also know that Ruse has a son. He's talked about his son before. The it, bastard. Yeah. Yeah. So, like in theory, he may be orchestrating some kind of deal to elevate that his house mm-hmm. as a whole. So, because we haven't seen the son do anything, we haven't even met you know the son. So, like up until this point that's a card that's up his sleeve too. Right. Um, I think his chainmail sleeve, his chainmail sleeve that cats um, off. I think one, one piece of this, obviously Tywin is, I mean, he's not on the iron throne, but he's running that bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. I think everyone if, knows who's in charge. Big DB. <laughs> if I'm, uh, <laughs> if I'm ruse, I have already worked out some kind of deal that keep that sends me to King's Landing and gives me some kind of elevated status, sit on the small council. I'm going to take out your number one threat mm-hmm. personally. I will personally put the dagger in his heart. I want this in return. And if you're Tywin and you're given this offer, you don't turn that down, right? There's no, there's no way you say, nah. I mean, you say yes to it regardless of what you're going to do on your end. True, true. So... I think personally, if I'm Ruse, the play that I've already orchestrated and made is some kind of deal that doesn't send me back to the North because that feels dangerous. Um, Although maybe not because, I mean, who's left really? Yeah. I mean, earlier on in this, in this season, there is a time when we see Tywin in his chambers and he's finishing up a letter and he puts a seal on it. And we assume that it's just a regular letter to any to whoever right but i think back to it and, and i'm watching it i'm thinking it, it's happening right along the same time as when jamie's at heron hall and meeting with Bruce bolton and i i can't help but think that that letter is, is the, the letter, letter that says okay you send jamie back you work with the phrase figure out how that's going to work out and we'll do what what you're saying justin is, is you know elevate your status you know put you on the small council make you you know, some sort of higher up in the north, whatever it is. Yeah, because you know, there's I, a 
there's a really big emphasis on the letter right. in that scene. Yes. I had that thought too, but I obviously can't say couldn't say yeah. anything about it because right. I didn't want to give away the biggest thing that's happened in the show. But this far. is why you watch it 10 times. I see. <laughs> so, or just twice maybe with, <laughs> maybe with twice this works. podcast. Right. Maybe twice works, but... The other thing that I thought is so interesting about this scene... Up until this point, like you've heard, we've talked about it, and the whole world talks about how Game of Thrones will kill anybody. Mm -hmm. But realistically, if we're being totally honest, and I know you have a soft spot for Ned. Sure. Up until this point, that hasn't been proven to be true. Right. They killed Ned, but we already discussed on this show that was necessary to move the story along. Necessary. Necessary. Um, (laughs) Other than Ned's death, because Robert was... A minor character, even right, though he's a king, he's a minor character. Nobody else super significant and super yeah, main he character. A, he was a major character at the time. Right. When you look back now, he seems like he's a minor character. But like at the time, the main characters you had were Robert, Ned, Cersei, Tyrion. Like they were, but if he you, was up there. He was up, but he still wasn't to the caliber of right. like losing him. Didn't really Rinley, mean much. Rinley's dead. Like but that didn't mean much other than yeah, making Stannis's army. More powerful. So up also until, the, yeah, the way that Rinley died was crazy. But up until yeah, yeah go ahead. Sorry. Up until this point, realistically, no one of like mind blowing meaningful importance has died. Ned was the hardest one, but we can logically explain why that was so necessary. I remember this being the scene where I was like They will kill They will kill <laughs> literally. Rob is the main yeah. Rob and Daenerys are and the, Tyrion are the three main characters are right the now. three main characters of, well, and Jon Snow and Tywin the, but Tywin's even less major in my opinion than Tyrion I don't know man he's pulling the fucking strings he's the reason why Tyrion's doing maybe, what Tyrion's doing maybe yeah maybe so, you're right so all that to say yeah this is a main fucking it's character mm-hmm. and not only is he main character but he is the driving force of the show currently pivotal storyline that we're seeing playing out right now now danny's story is building john's story is building rob's story is happening right now Mm. they're in a battle they're plotting how to potentially in the next move that they make totally eliminate tywin who's the other main so and he's set up to do it yeah, he's ready, man. He had the plans. It was a good plan. He hasn't it's, been losing. He's like, got the people. Yeah. You know, and it, it seems it, like this wedding or this marriage no is going to kind of solidify that relationship because Edmir is Edmir's now the the you know the the head of House Tully. So that marriage should really solidify that relationship between Walter Frey and the Freys and the Northern cause, mm. um, which includes the Tullys, but doesn't, I mean like, yeah. and where the fuck did Edmure go? <laughs> like he went to, the, it was the betting ceremony and he's gone. Um, Edmure's gone. Blackfish is gone. We don't know whether or not Blackfish went outside to go piss. Speaking, we don't know if he was caught in the, on all the stuff that's going on yeah. outside. Speaking of Blackfish and not, this isn't like a correcting of you. This is literally just a question. Yeah. Is Blackfish, should he be in charge of the Tully estate? No, because you're the son of the the son would take precedent. Okay, so the son so of the, the Lord would take precedent over the brother. So the of reason the Lord. Stannis feels the way he does is because Joffrey is not is not a Robert's legitimate son. son. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. If if Joffrey was, there's no claim for Stannis. 
okay. and that's what Ned was saying. It's like, hey, it, it, Stannis doesn't make any sense unless Joffrey is is illegitimate, which he is. Right. Um, yeah. It, so where the fuck's Edmure? Where the fuck's Blackfish? He may, I mean, for all we know, Blackfish got caught in all the shit that was happening outside. Um, but this was, we were so close. Mm-hmm. We're so close to, to Rob really dealing a massive blow. And really having faced very little up, like, challenge up until this point. Like, never lost a battle. This was the moment for me where I finally realized when people say they'll kill anybody, <laughs> they will literally kill my favorite character of the whole show. Mm-hmm. They'll kill anybody. Your favorite two characters of the show. Favorite two, yeah. Um, that, oh, Talissa. <laughs> no, the oh. Walter Frey's wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and Kat. Kat, I mean, I'll, your, your two favorite characters. Cat yeah, I mean, and Walter Frey's wife. wife. <laughs> um, and Rickon. And he got sent goodbye this episode, too. So right. it was a really big episode not for dead me. yet, though, at least. Lydia, you've been know. very quiet. You've just been watching this happen. I'm just taking it in. No, I think this you scene... got real Ruse Bolden <laughs> vibes over there. No, I think this scene is so effective because it's like the ultimate distortion of the hospitality that we talked about earlier. And yeah. I talk a lot about archetypes and tropes just yeah, because that's where my brain is all the time. Like, even if I'm watching a show, I can't help but think about it. From a literary perspective, and this idea of distorting hospitality is as old as time. Like, this is very, uh, not to bring the Bible into this, but just, like, in a literary sense, this is very biblical, this idea of, like, not honoring hospitality is the ultimate offense. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why this whole end scene is so effective. Like it brought to mind um, again, just from just from a literary sense, like the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, which is talked about a lot for mm. for for gay shit. But that's really not what that story is about. It's about people not being hospitable and about, um, yeah, just like not respecting the what did we talk about earlier? What's it called? The guest rights. Yeah, guest rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is like the ultimate distortion of that, and that's why I think it's so effective. And it's also kind of a metaphor for like how we feel as viewers we've like entered into this pact with the show writers and the directors that like they should have some respect for the people that we care for and this is them just showing us that they don't they'll kill anybody we think we're safe in this scene right and we're not and so i think it's like a double uh yeah i think it's just a metaphor here of they're being disrespected in this scene and we feel like we're being disrespected as viewers as well if you have to write a thesis, I would. I think Red Wedding would be a great one. <laughs> People have done it already. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've read them. Right. Uh, I do not. Well, that read was those. good, huh? I don't want to read those. No, that was good. That was a, a, a you know good ad. Um. So, so Rob gets a dagger to the heart. We see a little bit of spurt out of that wound, um, and then Cat just goes blank. Like she's just dead inside and soon to be on the outside opens the throat of the fray wife and is, and just drops the knife, drops the girl is just standing there. Well, that was her last kid technically, right? That she knows that. that, Yeah. And Aria, who knows that she knew. Yeah. That she, she knows of, um, except for Sansa. We, we, you know, they believe that she's, they would have believed that she's still somewhat safe, but in enemy hands. Um, but yeah, I mean, she thinks that Brandon Rick Brandon Rick on her dead. She hasn't heard about Arya in most likely at this point three years or so. Right. Well, I guess technically it's the end of her 
the Stark line. Right. So um, she's just standing there. There's no music, no nothing. And someone from the fray side just comes up and opens her throat. Lots of blood. Is that our first cold close? I feel like we get cold opens, but that was just like. Yeah. No. Yeah. No music. Just gone. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Emily, like, legitimately was lightheaded after this scene because there was just so much blood. Um, I don't know how Lauren took it because I know, I think we've said that Lauren is. We weren't excited about it. Got a little squeamish. Yeah. Um, It's a lot. I mean, you go through, like, Talissa's stomach. Yeah. You go, like, Rob, like, all of the throats that are opened and, like, and then, you know, Rob with the spurt. uh, Rob, I think, was honestly the least upsetting one. From like a from a gore, not from a like personal experience. Yeah, I think they were, uh, watching the first time. I was probably still as cat screaming like you know get up and go. Like there's still a little bit of hope that okay, yeah, he got eight arrows shot into him, but he can he can walk that like off. maybe they'll like, like maybe they'll let him chalk, go. chalk it up to a you know oh it's done he's dead right. and leave him and and then and, somehow he comes back and maybe he doesn't die right. Right, because we've all seen that. Or he stands up and powers through and he kills Walter Frey. And mm-hmm. nope. Nothing. He just fucking dies. Yeah. Maybe he'll, maybe <laughs> he'll come back as a... we have a cold out? <laughs> maybe he'll come back as a white. So I told you last night when I saw you... you big stupid jerk. That this is... May that this is one of the best episodes of the show. You said you're one of your favorite episodes of the show, too. Yeah, that feels like a lot. How fucking dare you? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know if I said that, but that's fine. Either way, this is one of the best episodes of the show. It's hard to watch. This is a show defining episode. It it as horrible as this episode is, it truly is one of the best episodes of television ever. Mm -hmm. They hit all the storylines except for Stannis, uh, which his storyline is pretty unimportant at this point. We didn't see Tywin. No Tywin. No, yeah, no King's Landing. But, but we yeah. saw his storyline yeah. in, in the Lannister storyline. Yeah. We just didn't see them on screen. We saw the effect of it, right? We saw the, the ripple effect of their power and their influence happen. Other than other than that, not seeing them on screen, the only storyline we didn't touch on at all is, is uh, Stannis. This and is, Theon. This is right, oh, no true. Theon. But Theon was... Like brought into the whole conversation about with Rob, like they kind of hit every when he and Cat were talking. They spent a little bit of time talking about like his story and how like everything has changed because I didn't listen to you. Like even that was brought into the consequences of that story. Um, I mean, we saw we saw obviously the end of the storyline of Rob and. What seems to be the Northern Army, we saw Danny gain power. Um, you mentioning Stannis reminded me, though, we didn't see the consequences of the blood sacrifice on Joffrey and Theon's dad. Hmm. Yeah, again, but the we Lannisters one of them. were yeah. mentioned, but we, saw but one we of didn't them. see Joffrey at all this. I we haven't seen Joffrey for a while. I've been thinking back. I think this is probably either three or four. Top, like number like three or number four of the, of the best. It's, yeah, yeah, it's up there. One episodes or scenes? Because I feel like there were some duds other parts of this episode. There were a couple of throwaway scenes, no, but Rick overall Lieving was pinnacle. The majority television. of this of this episode is Rob 
and mm-hmm. the phrase. So between from the from the opener to yeah. the bread and salt, you know, to the wedding and the reception, um, the majority of the episode is is is, is taking place there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, but I think the power of that scene kind of over, you know, overrides yeah. some of that other stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I would put it at four. I think there's some there's some good ones to come, um, but yeah, Tell I mean, us list them right no, now. <laughs> no, but it it just really is insane. It's just insanity that 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 scene is just absolute chaos, um, and that was when that's when Clint came into Matios. Next we were working, came in the next day, and I said, what's up, man? What's going on? And he's like, I just don't even know what's going <laughs> on right now. And I'm like, well, let's talk about it. He's like, do you watch Game of Thrones? I was like, no, I don't watch Game of Thrones. It's stupid. And I'm like, well, then I can't talk to you about it, because if you do watch it, you're just going to spoil that. And I said, don't worry, man. I'm never going to watch it, much like it was Squid Games. <laughs> and nice. And he explains that a major character that he loved, his favorite character in the show just got killed. And I was like, what do you mean? They, I mean, they just killed your favorite character. And like, yeah. yeah, that's what they do. And, um, which I, I had I, heard everyone say that, yeah. but this up until this, I didn't believe it. But I don't, I think I went home either that night or the next night and I started watching and just binge the shit out of it. <laughs> and then he said, you've got to watch season three, episode nine with me. And so I ended up watching that with Clint, but I had, I'd already known. Mm-hmm. Right. I was coming. I didn't know which character specifically, but Leading up, I mean, I was drawn to Rob just like everybody else was. So mm-hmm. I was not, but well, <laughs> most at <people>. all, <laughs> not really. He's fine. So interesting to me. Well, it's gone now. <laughs> That's true. Um, don't speak ill of the dead. Say what? So don't speak ill of the dead. I think it's fascinating that you had no interest in his story. I don't have no him. interest. Well, that's what you kind of said <laughs> when I asked at all. You were like, eh. Comparatively, you to just mean more like in this room. I think, yeah, like I can't help but like, yes, compared to everybody else's interest levels, I think mine are definitely the lowest. I did not have zero interest in him, but I'm not talking about him as a person. Like, I've talked about how hot he is and all like dreamy and what, no, I but I mean, like, his story is he's the best leader we've seen. Yep, he's the best military mind we've seen. Yeah. Tywin? Huh? Beyond Tywin? Beyond Tywin. He's Tywin defeated. is he, Tywin plays the Game of Thrones better than better than any Stark ever could, at least to this point. I think Sansa is learning it there, but she's still just a pawn. Um but Tywin's people but follow plays, him because they're afraid of him. Right. Rob's people follow him because they believe Rob in him was and trust him and love him. Outnumbered from the fucking start, won every fucking battle because of his prowess and the ability to strategize and also, just an amazing dude. I mean, the fact that he brings Cat in here and sees sees his weakness of I didn't see that coming before. You saw it coming. Let me get your take on this now. The 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 apology that he gives to those those women, like, what the fuck, man? I'm gonna I'm gonna cry right here. But like, <laughs> why? Mm-hmm. Why? He's the best one we have. This is and not we're stuck to, with fucking Joffrey to keep you watching. Yeah. Well. This was a point where I was like, I'm, I might be done. I don't allow, like, when, when, spoiler alert, it's been a long time, but when they killed off Rita and Dexter, I was done. 
It's like, fuck you. You're going to kill Rita. I'm out. And I like that you offered just a general spoiler right. alert. Just didn't tell you. Didn't tell English. you what it was. It's been a long time. I was like, are you going to do that. it again? You haven't seen that. You're not going to. It's like, yeah. it's like the girl from Luther. Yeah. Yeah. Except she wasn't dead. Right. <laughs> she came back. Um, and I just kept hoping like Rob's not dead. Right. Yeah. That's like, the, that's but the we thing. saw him die. Um, <laughs> well, we saw him fall over. We saw him die. It, it's just so bad. Um, Maybe his heart's in a different place, and that's why he's so much better than everyone. Possibly. I, I, and not to like, I'm not like saying like, oh, you didn't see it coming. But when we're talking about like, oh, we want to see how you, how you, how you, you know, navigate the Game of Thrones sort of, you know, ups and downs. Right. It was exciting two episodes ago when you said we can't kill Rob now. And we both kind of like side eyed each other. We like, did. <laughs> I think we got him. And then we talked about it like the next day or something. Yeah. And we were like, Keith's a sucker. He doesn't even know. <laughs> and then you no were like, idea. what is Walder Frey going to do? He's just a king of some, some Yeah, bridges. some bridge. <laughs> and but, then he fucking. And again, I'm not that saying shit. that to like poke it in your face. I mean, no. unless you had read the books, this was, this was almost, I, I mean, this might've been on par with like Darth Vader being Anakin's dad. Like, you mean no, Luke's or being Anakin. Yeah. I mean, sorry, being Anakin and being Luke's dad. Like that might be on par with that, that sort of reveal. Like, um, like, yeah. And the magnitude of that, like moment the implications as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I, it was, they've got some, they've got some curveballs, Yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, we just abruptly ended one of the major storylines of the show. And they don't, I was, I thought they played the reigns of Casimir at the end of the episode. They I don't play anything. I thought they did too, it's, but they, it's, it's silent. throat cut black. Third cut, cut to black. Yeah. Third cut to black. I was with Keith on Monday and I was like subtly trying to get him to watch this episode with me, but he was not biting. He was like, we watch it on Tuesdays and it's a Monday. When like, did you watch okay. it? Cause I asked Justin today. I was like, have you heard anything from Keith? <laughs> like, we watched it when we left your house. Okay. You watched it last night. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. I was just going to text a thumbs down in the group chat, but I was like, <laughs> eh, I'll save that. Yeah, that's good. Um, so that's it, man. So season three, episode 10, what do you, what do we got? Who knows anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Literally everyone dies. So you think Rob's dead? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's hard to imagine that he gets yeah. up from that. And cat. And anybody that was there. I mean, there. Kat's definitely dead. Yeah. Like, I can maybe question Rob. Kat's gone. Unless Sam's a wizard. And. Yeah, I mean, I don't. He is a wizard. I mean, we know necromorphs ex- or necromancy exists. Yep. So. Yeah. I mean, maybe Thoros is out there somewhere and can say some words, but doesn't seem like he's around. No. Okay. Um, so no Theon this episode. No. Well, I mean, like, like directly no theon no tywin no joffrey no king's landing really no mm-hmm. Tyrion. um yeah i mean i almost imagine that that's what we're gonna like we're not even gonna touch this next episode because that's how big of a jerk the people who make the show are <laughs> right they're like hey we killed rob yeah and we're just not gonna talk about it for no a little closure bit. the great for part for you right. the great part for you is that you will watch season three episode 10 and then directly after that or, or you know a week after that you'll watch season four episode one you won't have 
nine months to, That's very true. to sit on it. The bad part about this is, is I can't watch season three, episode 10, <laughs> and right then immediately now. watch. You can. You can watch it now. I mean, one. I can watch it now, but I can't watch ep- season four. Episode yes, yeah, you can. right. Just right. lie to us. All right. Lydia says I can. But yeah. this is why this is why they had to break up book three into two seasons, because there's so much that happens in this book. Mm hmm impossible to put it in a in a 10 episode season um you could have just made a longer season you could i don't think hbo gave them that option um come on hbo they cut them later on like you 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 only get eight episodes in season seven and six episodes in season eight um but anyways yeah either way uh which i hear season eight is everyone's favorite season it is Yeah. yeah when i was talking about this is the fourth best uh episode all other three are in season eight oh i was being facetious Okay, good. You were too. Yeah. Uh, uh, season eight's fine. It's it'll be good. You're not. It's not as bad if you didn't wait two years for it. Um, That's fair. So, anyways, well, we got through it. We did it. Very little tears. No one cried that I saw. Very little. Um, I'm my tear ducts are gone. Okay. From last night. Um. Oh. Yeah. Anybody want to finish anything up? You got your microphone way away from you, so I'm thinking Jay's probably out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in to the Red Wedding. I think a lot of people were probably waiting to to hear this episode and and uh, hear Keith's takes on it, Lydia's takes on it, everybody's takes on it, and um, here it is. It wasn't quite as long as I thought it was going to be, but still pretty decently long. So thanks for hanging in there. Yeah, uh, Lydia, would you like to give the people what they want and tell us where they can tell them where they can find us on Instagram? You can find us at Dragons Dreadforts. Yep. And that'll work for Patreon as well. Patreon as well. I uh, would love for would love your support there. Um, and then you can also call in if you'd like to talk about the Red Wedding, talk about the things that maybe we missed as far as foreshadowing or any other uh, literary devices that Lydia may have missed, um, which I don't think there probably is any, but uh, you can try. It's 352-541-2409. We have resolved not to make fun of you anymore. Um, and I think that's about it. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next week. Bye. So sad. The North remembers. Can you just play like a little bit of the rain? Only sad at the end of this. <laughs>